It's time, Chris. It, it is about that time. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season three finale of Guns and Radio. Year three, you're about to put it in the books. How crazy is that, man? Three years Dude, of the it's show. wild, man. And we're finally here. There's been so much anticipation and so much excitement. And a lot of excitement. Three. Building it up with uh, the first half of the top ten moments of season three. You're going to hear the final top five or Sorry, not earlier, later on in this episode. That's right. We're going to have that. Plus, we're going to be invading the old 77 podcast. And we're going to hang out with those guys. And we're going to bring you old 77 right here. Like, we're going all up in their studio. Like, Literally. we can't stop it. We can't be contained. Can't, it's, it's, that's the kind of episode this is. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Chris. Nothing can kill the vibe we got going today. Not nothing. You can't stop us. You cannot. Nothing can stop this podcast. This is the greatest podcast of all time. Three motherfucking years in a row. I dare you to try. Should we get started for real, though? Yeah. Let's, let's Let's get started. Let's hit that old intro once again. Let's go. You thought you were just going to have a season finale and forget all about me. But I guess not, because now there's not only am I going to take over the season finale, but I'm also going to keep all of Christopher's money. <laughs> Hold it right there, asshole. What? Vince Neil, how did you find me? Because I'm an expert in computer technology, that's why. Looks like somebody should have got the VPN that we told them about in Season 2, asshole. And now, let's see who you really are behind that mask. What? Phil Spector? <laughs> That's right, Vince Neil. You never rule out a corpse in a mystery movie, especially your own. But now, I'm afraid your time is up, and it's time for you to die. And now I'm afraid it's time to end this little game once and for all. Oh, Philip. What? You can't kill what's already dead. By all that is unholy, I shall have my revenge upon you, Rinfield! Well, that's the end of that. Hey, what's that over there? That must be all Caputo's money. Whoa, dude, that's like totally a lot of money, bro. Are we gonna give it all back? Hell no. Right on. Well, what are we going to do with it then? 
Like, I have totally got an idea. What the fuck? Wait, wait a second. Did you just find five extra nights of the Motley Crue tour? Wow. And and one of them was in my backyard and I didn't even get to fucking go? Oh. Uh, well, shit. Fucking bullshit. But I think we're missing the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Vince Neil after all. All right. He finally proved himself. I'll, I will give you credit for that, Mr. Vince Neil, if you're uh, listening to this. So I have a feeling since all of his buddies are around, uh, they're probably smoking shit and drinking shit right now, probably. Yeah, off my fucking hard Canadian dollars. <laughs> Is that what Canadian money really looks like? I mean, it, it looks a little more stylized, but yes, it is still colored like that. <laughs> $5 in blue, 10 in purple. Our 20s are green, uh, 50s red, and the 100s are in brown. So we call them brown notes. They are uh, they are kind of Monopoly-esque. Stuff. Yeah, anyway, but I guess it's easier to remember. But it's like, oh, I got to remember which fucking president that was never <laughs> alive for. I have to use this one. Oh, well, that's the way it is with us. So, I mean, we could use a color system, I think, to separate mm-hmm. the a little bit. That'd be nice. Yeah. With, with all the cocaine, though, that's they, they used to make the money, would it work, though, in the color coded system? I don't know. It'd be all white then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But speaking of Canada, I got something I want to show you real quick. Let me take this off here so I can go full screen. All right. All right. All right. So here we go. All right. So I have purchased a bottle of clearly. too far what the fuck just happened what the f- the fuck did we just join the multiverse what the hell okay okay we got it we got it we got a season finale to record okay i'm gonna yeah. go back on full screen again all right now i've got a bottle of clearly canadian here and I'm going to try it for the first time. This is water fresh from uh, Caputo's home country here. <laughs> it's very bubbly. Look at that. Look at the bubbles just rising to the top and congregating. Ooh, a little bit like of the bubbly. Of, like a bunch of friendly old pals that Canadians are known for being. All right. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. All right, here we go. Let's see if it makes me say a boot. Okay. <laughs> You know, I believe that there's a pretty good... Uh, whoa, what the fuck? Why am I talking like this all of a sudden? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, don't you know that that's a, that's a pretty good drink there, but I didn't know that it would uh, have me uh, talking like this, eh? <laughs> oh, it's French at the bottom. Okay, see, I thought it was just a bunch of Canadian words I didn't understand, but now I know that it's French after having a sip of clearly Canadian. <laughs> You know who hasn't been on the show in quite a while, eh? Oh, no. Don't fucking tell me. <laughs> Cousin Caputo. No. <laughs> you made that up. Gary, Cap- Gary Caputo, eh? No. He hasn't been on here in quite a while, eh? I tell you, so don't you know. Uh, <laughs> That's as good. It's, what, what flavor is this? It's a from, Framboise de Champagne. Champagne? Champagne? Framboise probably sounds like a berry, I think. Framboise de Campagne. 
Campania. Campania. Like raspberry champagne, maybe, or something, it seems like. Oh, you got it right. Well, I know, like, Frem was. It's like a berry, like a raspberry, I'm pretty sure. It was totally in English. I just wanted to. I was, yeah. I was testing you just now. See, that's me being Canadian now. Yeah. I was seeing if you were still Canadian like me now. Yeah, the Canadian school system has indoctrined us long enough. No, we still have, like, regressive uh, PTSD of learning French in, like, grade four. <laughs> So you fired a gun and became American. Now I, I drank this and became Canadian. So yeah, I think we're even now, both on, <laughs> honorary of each other's um, countries and societies. It seems like clearly, clearly. I mean, I know they took it away, and there was a big internet campaign to bring it back, and then they eventually brought it back to the point that it's in stores again. Oh shit! Um, it's like. It's like a white claw flavor that doesn't suck. But it tastes like a <laughs> It just tastes like a white claw. Really? I mean, the alcohol? I mean, well you can't taste the alcohol in a white claw anyway. That's true. You you feel it afterwards. Yeah, am I going to feel the Canadian in this afterwards? Is that Maybe. A little, <laughs> bit, a little bit of Canada is now inside of you. Doesn't I'm going to go start holding doors open for people and You're going to start saying sorry and uh, sorry. Letting, sorry letting people in when they use actually use the indicator. <laughs> And let people in when what? When they're like using the indicator. It's like, oh, go ahead, butter. No problem. <laughs> oh, uh, I said, Dory, you. Oh, you were at the stop sign first. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly in traffic. Most of us are. Some of us are fucking douchebags, but. Yeah. We're not here. You got to be an offensive driver in America. I've never driven in America, but like, I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Like, you got defensive drivers. That's what they teach you to be in school. Yeah. Everybody's an offensive driver, and you're either driving with them or you're driving against them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that. But later on tonight in the show, uh, we're going to be listening to Coma. Does this even have a music video? There is no it. music video. I mean, if if there was, it'd be very fucking long, because this is the longest song in GNR history. You know, Axel would make a fucking short movie out of this song somehow. He didn't have the budget to make a music video for guys. Yeah, he, he spent it all in November Rain and Estrange. So. <laughs> don't cry. I don't know how much a bunch of that fat was. but I spent the rest of that budget on the on the Frozen Man, and then they ran out of money and had to tape everything else at Axel's house. Yeah, that's what happens when you have to have an after party after showing up three hours late to each show with an after party <laughs> with a different theme every fucking night. And you barely break even on a two and a half, three year tour. <laughs> As long as somebody else is paying for it, that don't sound all that bad. No, it was coming directly from that from their own pay. Well, that was fucking stupid then. Yeah. Well, you can blame Axel and his and his fucking siblings for that, so his siblings? Oh yeah, his brother and sister are all fucking playing those parties and shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's a piece of the puzzle I never knew. I just figured somebody else was paying for it, so fuck it. Nah, man, that's that's all. That was all Axel idea. Uh, what else are we gonna do today? We're gonna watch. It's been twenty years. Yeah, I know the the dates passed right by the time this airs, but we said fuck it, we gotta watch it. It's like it's like ingrained in like GNR history. Like so many what ifs from this moment. Um, yeah, the two thousand two VMAs performance. This was what was should have been like the kickoff to like the big North American tour, the big kickoff to. You know, probably would have been the best time for Chinese democracy to come out at this point. Like, yeah. people actually gave a shit about Guns N' Roses still in 2002. Now it's like, eh. 
Yeah. But 20 years later, it's just. Now, to our credit, it's 20 years ago on the day that we're recording this. Yeah. I so, mean, 20 years and what, a week? Rough six yeah. days. Yeah. We did. We, it's good to have that six day buffer time so everybody oh. else can talk about it. We can tell you what's really up. Yeah, we can bring it back up again and just post like photos and shit and all that stuff, man. 2002, bro. Even like looking back, like the original plan was I, we somehow found the entire 2002 VMA show. We're going to watch most of it, even all of it, but some of it, like parts of it, whatever. But like, you just look at it in music from 20 years ago and you look at it like now, it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, like, we dude, were going to watch the performances. That was the original plan, but I yeah. have not had time to make that, to edit that down, unfortunately. Yeah. I can run through the performances, though, if you want, like the artists who perform and everything. Uh, well, while you do that, I'm going to pull up YouTube and be getting the, uh, be getting the, uh, the, 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 the performance ready to watch. Ready, yeah. So, in oh, 2002 VMA. So, on the pre show, this is crazy. These have performances on pre shows. Avril Lavigne performed. Was uh, Vince probably... McMahon booking this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, it would have been a three hour kickoff with nothing but highlights. <laughs> that was the case. It's like the kickoff to the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, wow, they're going into the locker room. Oh, my God, get ready. <laughs> Here comes another thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes bullshit. Um, yeah, Avril Lavigne on the pre-show, Ludacris even performed on the pre-show. And then on the main show for performances, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, which is like, for 2002 MTV, what? Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Oh, no. Bruce Springsteen MTV. Oh. My American body is rejecting all of the Canadian water. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> He's not even muting it. I <laughs> just rolled with it at this point. Just roll with it. After it. after the other day when the mic, a couple weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just roll with it. Yeah, but going on with the performances here, we had Pink as well. Uh, Job ja Rule, Ashanti, and Nas did a good song. Shakira, remember this one? It was like when Shakira, like, I think well, it was around the time she like, yeah, it was around the time she debuted. She was like huge, bro. Shit, the most nominations. At the this that this edition of the VMAs. Well, she Seven. debuted in Mexico a long time ago, like the yeah. early nineties. This is probably like the breakthrough into America. Because remember, like yeah. two thousand one, two thousand two is you know wherever, whenever, whenever. Yeah, it's one of those in videos. It was like in front of a fucking cloud. I remember that's something we should definitely keep for season four for like music video watch alongs. Oh yeah, she was hot in that. I remember that because I, I was that. a teenage boy going through some hormones, and then that video came out, and I spent a and lot I was of time discovering mine. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the old wackadoodle from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> and following that up, you had Eminem as well doing performance. You had then known as P Diddy, whatever his fucking. What's name he called now? Um, now. Now, if you go to Wikipedia, it says Sean Love Combs, also known as Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, or Puffy, or nah. Stay Puff the Marshmallow Man, or something you get, else. You're going to be Puff Daddy, okay? We're going back yeah. to Puff Daddy. Does, yeah. does, where's the where's the gap? Oh, here it is. Puff Diddy Daddy Boy, something. There you go. <laughs> that still doesn't sound very gavel-smackingly. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> you gotta go a little harder. Gotta get like just got like a sound effect or something for that, maybe. Why when I have a gas? Turner. Just start playing the fucking Caputo score theme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So <laughs> let me ask you something. You know, we have the people's court. Do they have the Canadian people's court on TV? Um, I don't think there's a Canadian version. We just got your feed. That was it. Oh, I was really boring, hoping honestly. there would be the Canadian people's court. It's fucking boring. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> it's boring as fuck. You don't want them to see it. Yeah, court shows suck. Honestly. That's why I had to put some fucking reality TV juice in there to make it actually fucking interesting. I know, it's bullshit. Because when we did Jerry Springer, they asked us to stick around and do uh, Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis. <laughs> and alas, we, for the money they was offering, we couldn't do it. Yeah, oh man. Oh, but yeah, man. anyways, back to the, the performances here. We had Diddy with Usher, Busta Rhymes, and Pharrell. Uh, Cheryl Crow... The Hives, followed by The Vines. What did Cheryl Crow sing? And then uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, Cheryl Crow sang uh, Safe and Sound. Uh, I don't know that song. Yeah. Yeah, The Hives, The Vines. Justin Timberlake, that was the start of his solo career. Oh, what did he play? Um, that, that first song from his first album, uh, Like I Love You. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Not yeah, ringing any bell. That was his first solo song. Do 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 do. Ain't nobody love you that love you. Do do do. I don't even think I've ever heard that. And then one of the worst, best kept secrets ever: Guns and Roses. Damn. Damn. That is definitely <laughs> my body rejecting the Canadian water. <laughs> Maybe if I say the Pledge of Allegiance, it'll go away. We'll see. <laughs> All right, proceed. Proceed. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, that was so uncanny. No, I just finished with. Yeah, I just finished with the, the the worst best kept secret: Guns and Roses. All right, so then Guns and Roses. That that's the end of the show, right? Because I think the and they they basically close the show because that was like a whole big surprise. And I remember like even like watching like clips of like MTV doing like a whole behind the scenes at VMAs. Like even in rehearsals, they were like trying to like hide. They basically. It was during rehearsals when Gene Arch went up there. Everyone else had to leave the fucking building, basically. And it was just Guns oh, yeah. N' Roses and a few like other sound techs, whatever. And they're like, "Oh, we don't know if Axe is going to show up." Then because they saw like you know Guns N' Roses with like the with the, the black box, I guess when they move their equipment and shit in. Then Axel yeah. shows up, and they're like, "Oh my god, don't freak this guy out. He's fucking you know." Saw that like reputation yeah, don't from like spook ten him. years. I remember ago. there was a documentary. This is like we try not to spook him. And uh, I remember Axel saying, like, they showed a clip of the rehearsal footage, and Axel's like, you can point all the hell you want, I can't hear a fucking thing you're saying. Yeah, he's getting, like, cheese. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, he just showed up, did it, and then just fucking left. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's Axel for you. Also, whoever has that rehearsal footage, motherfucker leak it already. Or just send it to us. We won't tell nobody. We won't leak it. Yeah, no, we won't. We'll just, I'll, I'll keep it in my Dropbox. I really won't. Morning. I'll keep it. I'll watch it and we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah, we, we saw I it. I don't want no drama. Like... 
God knows. So yeah, happened. we're gonna get roasted oh. on the fucking forums. There's fucking guys, man. Fuck you. That's fine. I won't see it. Uh, you want to go ahead and watch yeah. this? You want you want to watch the uh, the VMAs? Yeah, let's watch this. Uh, let's watch the medley. This was you know the the opening salvo of what what should have been the the era of Chinese democracy. All right. Well, shit. I shared the wrong screen. Didn't we do this kind last of, week? Of bitch. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know if it was on air, though. I can't remember if this was a whole thing. Oh, yeah, we were off the air. Yeah. We'll just get rid of that. And here we go. If you're watching along with us in three, well, there we go. If you're watching along with us oh. and you're not on Spotify, in three, two, one, play. Well, I think the audio is out on that one. Hang on. Oh, yeah. We're, we're really. Why can you not hear it? I can't hear nothing. Hang on. I think I have the file here. Oh, shit. I, I well. Did... Hang on. Stop. Yeah. I, I have it here, actually. Because I literally, like, as we're starting, I said, I might as well just download it just in case. Oh, so good idea. I'll share it right now. We'll just uh, share. All right. So now, Hopefully. definitely, you want to be listening on Spotify. Because Caputo's going to share the file. This next band to perform at the VMAs for like the past four years. Well, tonight, not only did they show up, they're even taking requests. I feel kind of weird introducing them. Like, they're taking requests. I have, a, I, I highly doubt say, that. Please, uh, I highly doubt that. I would have highly doubted City, that they were going to uh, show up if you would have asked me. And yeah. uh, if, if anyone lives here, you know how powerful it is and how electric and how energetic and uh, the greatest city in the world. For those of you who don't Look how young York, Jimmy Fallon is. Welcome though. to the jungle. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, good and fucking awesome. Now, how do you think these people would be when this curtain opened? Probably highly. They'd be like, what the fuck? This is what are these goth kids doing playing as Guns N' Roses? (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot of shit. There was too much shock to the system, I think, is why this version wouldn't last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get why. Because not only did you have who the fuck is this over here on this extra piano, you this had our two guitars look like fucking aliens or some shit. Yeah. They got Fortis in the last. There wasn't no Fortis yet, was there? Yeah, this is Fortis, doesn't too. Show me Fortis. Probably won't see him. It's all the focus cameras all on axle. Yeah, this was the start of a uh, local sports team, sports team jersey and uh, sweatpants actually. Oh, yeah. Remember the old two tour? It was already up between like four or five different sports jerseys. Yeah, when he would just wear whatever he fell asleep in. Pretty much. <laughs> That's usually what I fell asleep in back in those days, too. What, six oh, is that Ford? I think, I think I saw him. I think I saw Ford. Yeah, you got a lot of bucket in this, too. Huh. And then there's a part where he fucking gets winded as shit. It right here? Yeah, you hear him like he's fading out. You're trying And he's running out of steam. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I don't think Guns N' Roses works 
That's a fucking medley. Uh, I don't think it does either. Yeah, it's hard. Who's the drummer? Is that Brain? That was Brain, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. We did get a previous in like China here. Yeah, we get a little something new. World premiere in Madagascar. A little bit of these. I like the imagery too. I think you can see it like in the back there. Oh, yeah. People were like, what the fuck is this song? Yeah. It's about to get real emotional. Lasses, glasses are off. And then he actually picks himself up here. It's pretty good. Yeah, I got a chance to catch his breath. Mm-hmm. What's worse, this or New Zealand? Or Iceland. Iceland is forever the worst. I already did my hair like that when it gets long, Caputo. I'd love to if my hair grew that long. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hair transplant. I'm gonna look like 2002 Axel Rose, just for shits. <laughs> but you could probably do that. Just buy some rope and some glue. Buy some rope. <laughs> <laughs> get some twine and just like start. Like... At like least you wouldn't have rope. to. You wouldn't have to fuck with it. I mean, you just wake That's up. True. Throw it in oh, a dude, high five. That's a legendary moment. Yeah, you don't get a lot of those. There's Portis. Looks like a goth kid. <laughs> oh, oh, look there. I know that one. That's Dizzy Reese. Yep. Dizzy with <laughs> the new logo on the, on the fucking uh, the shirt there. Got to the new shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I think if it wasn't for Buckethead and it wasn't for Robin, <laughs> that this would have at least had a chance. No, they helped give it a, sort of a chance, I guess. And then people, I mean, and they also tour right after. Look like humans. That's just true in a way. Or at least one of them looks like a human. Yeah, because you know Buckethead ain't gonna change his mind about it. What the fuck? Oh, oh no way. No, what the fuck? You even download the full thing? Oh, damn it, Chris. Mod oh, in denial and so afraid. Do, 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 do. Hang on, well, we're, we're going to get it back, damn it. Of course this happens on the finale. All right, this looks good. We'll start here. Oh, it's muted. Oh, I should probably unmute it. There we go. And he's like filling with the your in your monitors, which is weird. He was doing that a lot back in these days. Oh, he always did that. That those days especially. I don't see him do it that much anymore. Maybe they finally figured it the fuck out. I hope.
all those posers in the front row thinking they're hearing a Guns N' Roses song that's from one of the albums that they didn't buy. <laughs> oh, look, it's the one song my dad played when I was like four. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine having to sit through the rest of this bullshit to get to this? Like if you had been there live? Yeah. I don't know. This might have been the greatest concert in the world to somebody in the front row. The greatest nine minutes of your life. Well, at least GNR lasts longer than one of those guys in the front row had sex. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then, of course, confetti. <laughs> that is Fortis. Okay. That is Fortis. He just looks like a fucking emo kid. Looks like he belongs in NCR. I knew Fortis had been there. And I don't know why, but I just never have seen Fortis. I guess there's too much going on with Robin Fink's fucking sideburns. Yeah, Robin Fink looking like an orphan. <clears throat> looking like a dumbass. Let's be yeah, real. looking like an alien orphan. And you have Buckethead being, well, Buckethead. And then Tommy Stinson, like, in the fucking full flannel suit there. Bro, it's, it's August, not October. We don't need that yet. Yeah. Oh, man. What was I doing in 2002? I was in 10th grade. I would have been just starting the 10th grade. Hating this new town my parents made me move to. I never did like it. The second I turned 18, I got the fuck out of there. It was a shithole. What about you? What were you doing in 02? 02 was probably like in the second or third grade. Ah, second grade. Just playing video games mostly. I think I had a a GameCube back then. That shit was awesome. Oh, ancient. Yeah, very. (laughs) Now it's ancient. (laughs) You know what my first video game was? An that? Atari. Oh, Jesus. God. And then mom and dad got me a Nintendo. Not a Super Nintendo, an NES. Yeah. Everybody! Chris Caputo! Sounds a radio podcast! Watching 20 years down the road! That's yeah, what he's talking about. Oh. Yeah. Round one, you did the round one thing. I was like, oh, what would have been? I love how you hear the microphone hit the ground because nobody at MTV knew to turn it the fuck off. (laughs) Dumbasses. I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's, that's enough. We can stop now. I don't give a fuck about Discover. Go fuck your Discover card. <laughs> it's shitty. It ain't like the Capital One Platinum MasterCard. Yeah, which you should have already gotten credit. by now. You pricks. <laughs> yeah, there's a link in the description of one of the podcasts we made. You can't ever tell about this shit. Future. <laughs> Hopefully, ain't nobody clicking on that fucking link. And if they are, they ain't paying us. So there's a deadline. Damn right. But... um yeah, that was history, man. 2002, Guns N' Roses surprise performance. 
you know, Axel doing the round one, and then like yeah. you fucked round up the start of the came. tour, and then you fucked up the end of the tour. <laughs> I feel like if that tour actually went well, we would have had Chinese democracy by two thousand three, two thousand four. The absolute latest. Yeah, yeah. And that would have been interesting to see because Velvet Revolver released their album sometime around oh four. Having those two compete. I'd make for an interesting uh, sales uh, thing back in the day when people used to buy fucking CDs. Yeah, I do agree. Imagine I mean, if they dropped on the same day, now they're like a fucking sales war. Oh, dude, that would have been awesome. That would have been insane. Because I remember, like, there was a whole thing with, you know, Kanye West and 50 Cent dropped albums on the same day. And they basically, like, put, like, a bet or something, like a sales battle. It's like, oh, if, I think 50 Cent, something, something like he would retire if his album. Uh, didn't sell more than Kanye's, and of course he didn't fucking retire because he's a fucking idiot. Dude, um, let me ask you a question. Chinese Democracy releases as scheduled and on on, on plan in 2002. Yeah, 2003, what, let's say 0203. What does the album cover look like? Well, not the bike. It would have been something different. Because I remember like, or what would it have been? Remember, there was a show they did in, ironically, in Hong Kong, of all places in China in 2002, like leading up to this, like where they, I think Axel revealed the the album artwork for it, like at the show or something. And I think it was very similar to what we got. Okay. So I think it probably still would have been like that that bike. I don't know. People could probably, um, whoever knows, you know, we're Chinese uh, democracy historians here will probably know better than I do, but that's from what I can recall. At least to my knowledge. I, I know there was a fake photo floating around. That... Yeah, there's a lot of fan-made ones. You know, like the, yeah. with the red hand. The red hand, the alternate fucking cover was sick. Yeah, that one's real. That should have been the album cover. That would have been awesome. I, that, uh, that, that, it's good for an alt, but it definitely could have even been the real one. Uh, Let's see. There's the uh, There was the grenade. Yeah. But... There was a lot of fake ones of the bicycle made, like when somebody, I think Axel said in an interview before it came out, before the picture got released or anything, mm-hmm. that it would be somebody, somebody knew it was going to be like a bicycle with Guns N' Roses spray painted in the background. And somebody, because if you, if you look hard enough, you can still find them online uh, on the Chinese forums forums definitely yeah. chinese whispers may still have some yeah people started making fake ones uh i wonder if i can uh let's see yeah i think if you look up on uh, google like guns and roses chinese democracy alt- alternative artwork or something like that and you can find there's what originally was supposed to be like the the booklet inside was much yeah, different uh, than what we got in the final product like a lot of really cool I- artwork and shit in there this is the one. Yeah, that was uh, that I don't I was know if I was, thinking of. Yeah, that, that I think that was a fake one though. Yeah, when I was talking about fake cover arts, that's what I meant. Yeah, that uh, one. I, that's what I, I I was believing was uh uh the the the, the fan generated uh fake cover art. Yeah. I don't know, man. This one's pretty dope. This fake one's. I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm looking at some fake alternative cover arts off of uh, GNR Revolution or GNRevolution.com. 
Yeah, I think this is the site that hosts the Chinese Whispers, too. It looks like I see it at the top there. Oh, yeah. So go check that out. Definitely. That uh, has, like, it's very extensive. I do give a shout out to the people who did that whole Chinese Whispers thing, looking through extensive interviews and all that stuff and pulling the quotes and everything from there as well. I agree. I agree completely. Well, Chris, I think at this given time, since we've talked a lot about GNR history and the importance of today, Mm -hmm. that we should talk about guns and radio history. And let's take a look at the top five voted on by you. And by you, I mean you, Chris Caputo, and me. Yeah. Well, you and I, as as voted by the, (laughs) uh, the Guns and Radio Voting Committee, which is basically just us. Yeah, that's it. Though there's a whole committee. We have like yeah. 80 people come in. Definitely we pay Jeff's them there. Uh, an annual. Rick Dunsford sometimes shows up when he wants. <laughs> yeah. We pay them all $50,000 a year uh, <laughs> to uh, come to this one thing once a year and tell us what was the best moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we proceed to tell them, no, you're uh, wrong. <laughs> so with that let's hit play and check out the greatest moments of season three and let's kick it off right now with the number five best moment of the third season of guns and radio uh from our very epic and awesome uh big fourth of july episode check this out He rolled over twice in his grave. <laughs> best national anthem ever. I'm the best in the history of this podcast. <laughs> I do that for the boobs and the beer. Yeah. And the bussy. God bless <laughs> Our number four greatest moment of season three. We played a little game where I showed the guys some photographs and uh, they had to make a very interesting decision as to what they were looking at in said photograph. Uh, the sequel to a season one classic, Porn or Hot Sauce. This time, it's Porn or Roller Coaster from episode number 169. Nice. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to play a little game. Jeff is going one-on-one with Caputo here uh, in a game that I'm going to host here, which uh, if this doesn't get us marked as explicit, nothing will. The name Very focused game. today, guys. All right. So if you're if you're listening on any other platform besides Spotify, you're going to want to go to Spotify so you can get the video version for the game, at least. And the game is called Porn 
or roller coaster? All right. There's I'm going focus. roller coaster. I'm, I'm also going to go roller coaster. I can. It looks like there's something that she's on the seat somewhere. Okay, you guys are both saying roller coaster. Okay. Well, let's get... I'm also uploading these in real time. All right, so everybody says roller coaster. Yeah. Ah, ah it's a roller coaster. Here's oh. our next photo. Uh, see, this is, okay. is this from a fuck. porn? This one's tough. I'm going to go with haircut and eyebrows. I'm going with porn. Porn? What do you say, Chris? I, I mean, yeah, the eyes are rolling back of the head, fucking Undertaker style. It looks like it. it you know what? I'm probably. She looks like she's, she's, she's ready to take the other side for the train. Yeah, she's doing like the ooh woo face, you know, like all these friggin' like 14 year olds. Her mouth says, the train's coming. Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> all right so everybody says porn yeah, yeah. i think that's that's that, that's a good o mouth actually so i mean who knows yeah that's porn. <laughs> um i'm gonna say based on the hair and the reverse of gravity this is a roller coaster <laughs> see this could be I tough could be, this could be a... hold on roller coaster yeah oh, i'm going yeah. I should have cropped this one a little fucking better. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But what if she's like, you know, upside down and like, you know. She's pretty tough. You've watched too much porn, Chris. You've watched (laughs) too much porn. You're going in areas that I now are, I'm concerned about you. No, I'm just kidding. All right. (laughs) I'm going roller coaster. This is tough. You know, I'm probably also going to, you know what, fuck it. I'm going men's things, porno. All right. So Jeff says roller coaster. Chris says just... porn. Uh... <laughs> Let's see if this next one is having as much fun as the last one. Oh, that's a no face. I'm going with porn. Yeah, that's definitely porn. Definitely porn. Okay, both of you well, guys. The package to... has been whipped out and she's in excitement already. That or she just got her order wrong at Burger King. (laughs) That is the face I make when they fuck up my order, too. You put pickles in there? Uh, (laughs) It is from a porn. Yeah. Porn or roller coaster. I'm going to go roller coaster because I don't know who would be squeezing their eyes. It looks like the wind's like shooting something there. This This could be my chance to tie again oh man but i could be wrong point. you make a point brother yeah because i'm just saying like, like her forehead it like looks like it has gravity pushed against it yeah that or it could just be the headboard <laughs> <laughs> or the back seat of a volkswagen that's true she got her fucking face pushed up against there Oh man, do I take one? Do I just go porn and try to see if I can't tie it if he's wrong? That's up to you, man. I'm going porn. All mm. right. The picture is loading. Yes! Damn. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, it is a porn. It is, and it does look like a headboard. Now I'm oh, starting see. to question myself. <laughs> 
Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the top three of season three. And this one's a very special one. It didn't technically happen on our show, but it was a crazy crossover between us, uh, Tara and Robin from Nothing Lasts Forever, and uh, the boys from Genhead, the Buckethead podcast. And they found and um, read some very interesting Guns N' Roses fan fiction. Uh, on this night. So let's take a look at that. Hold on a second. I, I just found in a, a Guns N' Roses erotic fan fiction starring Slash. <laughs> yes. It's John Michaels. Whoa! Oh. Oh. The hard part is Yes. Wait, yes. Wait, wait, wait. Shawn Michaels, the yes. wrestler. Yes. Shawn oh, yes. I know. My, my brain just exploded. He always picks the blondes, and never the same type of blonde. Each one was a little different. Some of them were women. Most of them were men. Yeah. All of them being platinum, strawberry, though all of them were always dirty. Dirty. Today, Are you no not, exception. you're writing this right now. <laughs> no, uh, we're reading it. We're oh. reading it. We're reading it. We had just finished our set to a hot crowd, and after noticing that cigarette had fallen from my mouth and into my pocket where it had burned a sizable hole in my jeans and on my leg, I just wanted to get back to the hotel. Thankfully, he was able to piss it out. Yeah, yeah just slash problems right there. Just, just, uh, just that cigarette right out. Not that I said anything against going out to do what we normally did i just silently hoped axel would decide to call it an early night no such luck i looked over to our front man who uh, who fell silent suddenly huh he must have someone in mind i glanced out the window at the people passing wondering what one he was looking at stop the limo limo. (laughs) axel said knocking on the separating glass window he then rolled the window down, sticking nearly half his body out of it. Come here, love. We'll give you a ride. What? <laughs> what? Wh- what? Me? Wh- with with all of you in there? Oh, yeah, babe. All of us. E- even Steven Adler? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line. My favorite, my favorite line. That's fine. My favorite line. Of course. Fucking, uh, uh, best screenplay uh, fucking yeah, Oscar. Yeah, okay. right even Steven Adler. This is really cool. Even it's Steven incredible. Adler? People say we look alike. I- I'd really like to meet him. Axel pulled himself back in and looked at Steve for a few seconds. Man. And- it's really freaky. You guys do look alike. Come here and look at this. Wait, Britt, are you Axel? Man, step yeah, aside. Nice. I am seeing this, Steve said and pushed Axel out of the way. There was a brief pause, and what I think were a whole bunch of, oh God, it's Steven Adler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Steven the elated target outside. This. Steven Adler yeah. wrote this. Steven Adler definitely wrote this. <laughs> uh, so, kid, what's your name? It's a... Uh, he frowned suddenly, then turned red. I'm so excited, I can't think. Check your wallet, I suggest, and I pointed to the lump in his leather jacket. Good, good idea, he stammered and clumsily removed his billfold. Sean Michaels. God, I feel stupid for forgetting that. How, how could I forget my own name? 
All right. So we're, we're he brought his own name, and he had to pull out his wallet. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm Shawn Michaels. Robert <laughs> era Shawn Michaels. Sure. Yeah, right. 1988. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. He's already, like, a he's probably, like, he's a rock star in his own right at this point. Like, the Rockers, like, except for, like, the Road Warriors at this point, were the biggest tag team in wrestling. Oh, no, all right, we're, y'all ready for this to get real? This is going to start getting real here. All right. Okay, so Axel kissed him on the lips, right? And he continues, we're used to that. Axel always made the first move. Sean was surprised, to say the least. And as Axel pulled away, we all struck. Sean didn't make any cry of protest as we groped him. Running our hands Wait, up his long legs, enjoying the feel of the heat magnified due to the skin-tight leather plant, pants he was wearing. We touched him everywhere, surprised to find a lot of muscle everywhere. Sean Michaels, that name did sound familiar. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, we shucked off the leather jacket and pants, sitting back to enjoy the beauty before us. Shucked him. Straight shucked him, dude. Yeah, took off those knee pads, took off those fucking. Yeah. 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 Uh, Damn. Sometimes Axel has truly excellent taste. Take right now, for example. The man he picked for us tonight had a tight, toned body with nice long legs (laughs) and long, soft, fluffy blonde hair. Fluffy. Wets. And a real sense of modesty. But then again, even that we're five horny guys sizing him up like tonight's dinner, that would make anyone blush. There's five of them. Steve pushed Axel out of the way, kissing Sean hard on the lips. I can't tell you what a turn on that was. <laughs> wait, who? Oh, it's POV wait, wait, Slash? Wait, wait. So, this is the perspective of Slash. Apparently, Slash is into people fooling around with Steve because they look the same? I don't know. The rest of us soon got tired of watching, heading towards various parts of his body. We were rewarded by his moans as we ravished his body with kisses, licks, and sucks. He tasted sweet on our tongues, his soft groans music to our ears. Guys! Guys! Axel said, pulling away from Sean's quivering body. Poor Sean's naked, and here we are, fully clothed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Despite the throbbing prick in my pants, I had forgotten about that. Looks like the rest of us did, too, but that was soon remedied. The air grew thick with our arousal, as did the sounds of our panting. It quickly became a sea of sweaty flesh mashing together in passionate embraces. Sean pulled away from kissing Duff to finally speak. Uh, how's this going to go? I, I've, I've never really had sex with a guy before, so fi- uh, five of you. <laughs> oh, don't you worry about that, Sean. We'll take good care of you. <laughs> well, Axel's right about that. We will take good care of him. Axel slid on the ground, or slid on the ground on his back, putting his feet up on Sean's hips. Go in nice and slow, all right? Our blonde guest nodded, 
grabbing onto Axel's upper thighs for support as he slipped his erection oh deep into our front man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an hour and a half later before any of us could move. Well, that's a long time. Yeah, right? Yeah, he just like rolled up yeah, he just like rolled up the window like as fast as he could. He's like, oh god, what the fuck is going on here? Our number two greatest moment is brought to you by my old computer setup. Sometimes, you know, trying to intro a podcast can just go the wrong way. Yeah, made for an embarrassing moment for me, but a great moment for you. It was good enough to make the number two spot. So this this comes to us from episode 145, Dr. Alibi. Now available in the archives. Hey, old Captain Jack. Yeah, yeah. It's another edition, uh, another edition, another episode of the Guns Radio Podcast, episode 145. Why you're not wondering it's 144? Well... If you uh, yeah. subscribe, you're on the feed. 144 was our bonus show. I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, watch along oh, slash We're breaking up. We're Miles losing Kennedy it. and conspirators. Uh, the Sydney 2012 watch along that we did there. So if you haven't checked it out, uh, episode 144 in our feed there. Um, we're we're back to uh, yeah. reviewing once again. That, that was a uh, that was a fun watch along that we had. God damn it, we got some delay. Uh oh. <laughs> I hate when StreamYard does this shit. Yeah. StreamYard, get your shit together. God damn it. Get your shit together. Oh, th- that, that was on QSA. Delay shit gets on my fucking nerve. <laughs> connection is unstable. The connection is fucking fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're unstable. That's what it is. Your ass is unstable. You're <laughs> unstable. Your mom's unstable. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah! <laughs> Too old for this shit. Easy there, Murtaugh. Oh my god, now he's down it. Throw <laughs> ah! <laughs> some more shit. <laughs> Fix the connection. There we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're we're back on cue, I believe now. We're we're in sync again, so this is good. Oh man, we should do it live. And then all this shit, man. You imagine what would be happening in the comment section, section. right now. Oh, Fuck you, busted. Grow up, you bitch. <laughs> You're a pussy. Fuck off. Where's that fucking notebook at that I threw at the fucking computer just now? Here it I was, is. I was going to say, if the comment section for doing this live would look like fucking wrestling Twitter. <laughs> about bitches complaining about how dudes now aren't, you know, six foot eight and like 270. Like, shut up. <laughs> this Dustin Bones guy is entirely unprofessional. Yeah. He drinks on the. I should probably. He drinks on the job. He drinks on the job. <laughs> throws shit at his computer that's like 900 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> that's some bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, we have finally arrived. It's the number one moment 
of season three of Guns and Radio uh, in what is probably our most ridiculous, zany, craziest music video watch along of all time. I mean, we've seen some real stinkers. We've seen some weird fucking videos. We've seen some good ones. We've seen a lot of stuff in between the good, the bad, and the ugly. But this is just possibly the worst music video we've ever watched on this show. This is the number one moment of season three, and this is the Chinese food music video watch along. It's called Chinese food. Chinese food. Chinese food. It's basically about a, a, a white woman's love for Chinese food. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> That's all I know. I've only seen like 30 seconds of this and like very few s- snippets. I and saw like, this like is fucking ridiculous. five seconds at the very beginning because we couldn't stop it from playing when we initially uploaded it to watch with you guys. So here we go. I'm going to hit play. Uh, we're not going to do a countdown by now. You should figure out that you can watch the video version of our show if you go to Spotify. Yeah. And shout out to those who are watching the video version on Spotify. Our percentage of people listening there has increased. So shout out to you nice. guys. And uh, if you're not, well, you're fucking missing out, man. Yeah, watch us and, and all your other fucking favorite podcasts that you know support the video format on Spotify. So that's right. So we're probably going to pause this if something wild happens. I have no idea what to expect in this bit, so I'm going to yeah. crank it up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we go. Oh, I know that guy. What's he making? <laughs> oh wait, that's not the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, we're gonna rewind. We already rewinded. I wish I could understand what the fuck he was saying because these noodles he's cooking and then they just explode into a... Bro, was he cooking like the infinity stones for them over there? He was making Snapchat or Snapchat noodles. Bro, he was fucking cooking up some uh, some fucking Infinity Gauntlet noodles for Thanos, and then the double rainbow comes out there. This is what happens when you buy the gay pasta. <laughs> I know this because I only buy gay pasta for this very reason. So it'll shoot a rainbow across the house. I was not it's fabulous. It's <laughs> got fabulous awful quick, but uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Skittles taste taste pasta. Wait, what's he making? Is this girl like twelve? Probably. It's like it's like oh. another Rebecca Black thing. <laughs> I love the slow motion badass turnaround. She's like, she not- fuck this garbage can. Yeah, See, I don't care the about band. the environment. Let him litter. <laughs> While nobody's there to see her do it. <laughs> yeah. And then does the slow motion turnaround like she's a badass. Yeah, they do this right as the sun sets and the park closes, so everyone's like getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Some kind of euphoria from knocking over this bent. No, she saw Chinese food. Oh, okay, yeah. wait a minute. You didn't see this like 10 minutes ago before you knocked over the shit while you was throwing a bitch fit? Yeah, what the hell? Do you have like a vision problem? <laughs> it's got tunnel vision, but in one eye, this eye just goes blind. I'm going to rewind this just a little bit so we can give this girl a mental health diagnosis here. <laughs> Let's see. 
She's like Beyonce. Whoa. She only looks to the left, to the left. That's it. <laughs> Is this supposed to be ridiculous? I think so, yes. I hope so. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Why are you in my store? <laughs> what yeah, do I get the fuck out? Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please order something or leave. Please leave. This nine year old at the cash register doesn't have time for shit. But yeah, look at her just trying to keep that fake smile up for all she's got. Oh god, another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I fucking hope so. Hang oh on. shit. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. We got. We made too much fucking progress to, to accidentally click rewind. Oh, move, move, move! It's like making it rain. What? That doesn't make sense. You're supposed to do that with money to look like a badass. Yeah, you, you don't make it rain noodles. That's so... Okay, what, look, we do this. Racist. <laughs> we do this in real life. Yeah. In music videos, you need a stack of cash. Yeah. Or maybe yen. I don't fucking know. Well, that's Japanese. The Chinese dollar. I don't know what it is. Is it the the one maybe? Possibly, or is that South Korea? I don't. I'm not sure. Alexa, what kind of currency do they use in China? The one. Oh, the one. Okay, so you were right. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to this bullshit. She's like punching numbers. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna pay. You're, you, you're rich. You got money. Fifty dollars. Oh yeah, I love how every time the girl turns around, the girl. She's doing dirt off her shoulder. What are you, JC? None of this looks appetizing, by the way. Chicken wings. Okay, listen, bitch. Chicken wings are not Chinese. <laughs> they sell them at Chinese restaurants, but who the fuck orders them? They give them away for free. At least the one near my house. She's like, yeah, yeah. You have a big order, we give you Chinese chicken wings for free. I'm like, no one fucking wants chicken wings from a Chinese restaurant. They'd rather get them from a pizza joint than a fucking Chinese restaurant. <laughs> She's ordering off the kids' menu. Bro, people go to Chinese restaurants for all that MSG, and that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't call it beautiful. I mean, yeah, Chinese food is good. Yeah, it depends where you need- go, though. You don't need chopsticks for an egg roll, you stupid bitch. Yeah, now they're just merging like Asian fucking Asian cultures now. Yeah. It's like, bro, they're, what they're you... different in ways, man. They're not all the same, you fucking racist. <laughs> Jesus. You can't tell her that. It's fucking angry me. Yeah, get you a bite of that pudding you were just mixing up with those chopsticks. Were there like dumplings in there? I don't know. You will find, find a new friend. You yeah. fucking need one. <laughs> you're going to need to because you're not going to have many when they see this music video. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to disassociate with you. You're like, oh, God, with her? Unless it's going yeah. viral for like, the wrong reasons, like like it goes like Rebecca Black style, then. <laughs> this is somebody that looked at Rebecca Black and said, hey, that's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah, and I like, don't think that's the message the internet tried to send. <laughs> it's like, I can do that, but stereotypical and possibly racist. 
<laughs> oh god. Yeah, this is very Oh, oh my god. god. Now it's what? Fucking express. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. See, I was trying to give her a pass on the racism up until this part. Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're friends with a panda. Those things don't aren't friendly. They eat people's heads off. You know that panda will fucking kill you, right? Bro, yeah. Pandas invented social distancing. They'll <laughs> fuck you up if you go in six years. <laughs> Listen, man. Okay. Listen, oh, kids. Oh. We need to make a public service announcement. Children watching this, first yeah. off, fuck off. Secondly, if you're still here and you're like 12 years old and approached by a man in a panda costume and he's trying to get you to leave the restaurant with him, it ain't to frolic in a fucking field like Hell this no, video. That's the sexual harassment panda right there from South Park. <laughs> oh, I forgot! <laughs> sexual harassment panda. <laughs> I think Chris Hansen needs to get paged on this. I hope somebody tags Chris Hansen in the comments <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Should get him to do a cameo and look at this and be like, yep, yeah, it's a, definitely a predator. Oh, man. Oh, look at her trying to tickle her and shit. Oh, oh I can no. do that. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> Green screen. Oh, wait. <laughs> Bro, you just compared. Oh, come on. That's fucking racist. That's so fucking racist. Dude, look where it lands. Oh, he's playing Monopoly and it lands on Oriental Avenue. That is fucking racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I haven't even looked Dude. back up since you took off the mask and I had to pause it. What? This should this should be flagged for fucking racism. <laughs> this is pretty racist, yeah. This is so yeah. racist. I was trying to not call it racist there for a little while, but this 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 is this is uh and it's that sad unintentional racism that's just ugh. It's Rebecca Black but racist. They have the token black guy rapper here too. And I think it's the same guy. I, I think it is. It might be. I don't know. Don't be a why are you at this little girl's sleepover, man? Yeah. Oh my. What the fuck? Listen, man. There's a. There's a. Have you ever heard? Okay. There's a porno called The Dancing Panda. Okay. And he goes to parties with girls, and that's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, the one where he goes to the bachelorette parties. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this motherfucker's in the right place. Yeah. This looks like um, like some like like lost in fucking Gary Glitter's terabyte hard drive of uh. <laughs> Yeah, this was Gary Glitter's favorite music video, right? Fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, much. Lord. Here we go. And he's doing all this shit. Was it? Just we doing all that shit. And there's a poor Chinese girl or Asian girl yeah. behind him, like cringing. Like, oh, and when he's God. got the fucking hat on there, too. It's like, oh, come on. That, that just evokes like weird vibes. Why is the. It looks like he's in a diaper. <laughs> And that's why, yeah. It looks like it looks like he's wearing sweatpants and a and one of those big thick hoodies, and now yeah. he's in a diaper. He's wearing like leggings, like sport, like 
athletic leggings underneath a pair of shorts. Oh my god, this is this is this is awful. I use chopsticks. Chop that. Listen, man. Okay. Parents, anybody out there with children, get a good look at this man and don't let him near your children. Yeah, force your local police department to put him on the registered sex offenders list at this point. Yeah. He's coming for anyone with with no talent. That looks like Jello. <laughs> no, that was sweet and sour. I can tell you that. At least that. I've seen better sweet and sour. Oh, oh what the fuck? Bro, this is, this is literally the most racist thing towards all Asian people. Oh cultures. my god, this just took a fucking hard ride. Like, every time I think it can't get worse, it, it, it finds itself. No, I don't want to see a grown man dressed as a panda. They're like lightly tapping him. Uh. Bunch of fucking preteens. No. Now he's coming downstairs like he's been upstairs with him. Oh, this is his house. Here, have your, a fortune. Here's your fortune. Yeah, oh, come on. That's terrible CGI. This is just awful. <laughs> what? Oh, my God, even more racism. All right. Yeah, of course, we got to have a gong in there. Yeah, wow. That was horribly racist. My God. Jesus, God. How do people find these things on the internet? Hey, Chris. Yeah. We're going to play a game real quick, okay? Oh, wow. We got a game for the finale? Yeah, just a quick one, okay? It's called Guess What's in My Pocket. All right, I'm going to stand up. We'll get my leg out here. I'm going to adjust it kind of for you here. Yeah. Actually, let me move it a little bit to the front here so you can see it. (laughs) All right. Can you guess what's in my pocket? Tommy Lee's dick. <laughs> You're pretty close. You want to guess again? <laughs> Some it's it's a fucking penis, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not gonna pull my penis out on the pro, on the show. <laughs> Looks like it's just a, a stick of something. I don't know. All right, let's something. see if I can make it shaped. It's shaped like this. <laughs> it's it's a fucking it's it's not your wiener. It's just a wiener. Uh, uh, wrong. Oh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> I was getting close. I was like, I'm trying to go for like the phallic shaped things I can think of. <laughs> and of course, the good old banana bit. Had to bring it back one more time. <laughs> it was a banana. <laughs> it was, it was banana. banana. <laughs> it was banana all along. <laughs> that shit was bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. You know, that's the only reason I know how to spell bananas. Because of Gwen Stefani? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just keeping it real with you, bro. Just keeping it real with you. Uh, Music helps us learn fucking words, you know. Let's try something here. I'm going to play a video. But I'm not going to put it on the screen. Can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, good. All right. So uh, I was going to tell you a thing. I found a, um, you know, we do the old 77 podcast. Mm -hmm. And here in just a minute, 
Chris and I are going to actually invade the old 77 podcast. Yeah, I'm actually getting on a flight very soon, and we're going to actually, well, <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I'm going to be live via satellite there very soon. But one he's of these days, get, I will take a flight. He's going to get a flight, fly here, <laughs> fly back, so he can join us live via satellite. Yeah. <laughs> But I actually have a um, a uh, a track here that I'm going to play for you All right. from uh, the old 77. And uh, this is actually a song. Uh, our good buddy Dave over there writes songs all the time. And he wrote a pretty good song. And I kind of want to share it with you. Are you uh, are you interested in hearing it? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Let's, let's hear it out. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch because i can't see it i'm actually kind of up for it. oh man we can get down to this i should have had him play this for you while uh while you while we were uh when we uh i should have him play this for you when we invade <laughs> all right just that's enough i don't want to give too much of my buddy song away <laughs> on the podcast yeah, also Molly Cruz's new song one time no dude that's by Dave that's not Motley Cruz well, it's been used so many times <laughs> no buddy unless Dave they, wrote that song unless they ironically covered each other and they didn't know about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny well Chris are you ready to go pay a visit Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Kitty Cat, get come. Okay, he's trying. He wants to wait. Wait, or, hey, Google real quick. Can cats eat bananas? Um, hey Siri, can cats eat bananas? See what she says. Oh my God, this thing needs to hurry the fuck up. Still on it. Move your ass. Do 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 do. What, I'm having, fuck you. Hang on. I might as well just use my fingers. <laughs> Siri, this is why we, we can't need to talk, have Siri. Yes, but while bananas aren't toxic, they can cause digestive issues. So, Okay, so a little bit is what I heard. Yeah. All right, here you go. Or else it may clog up the poor guy's butthole there. Well, he just appeared. For those of you watching on Spotify, you saw exactly what happened. <laughs> I was over here getting ready to throw it to the... Oh. Oh, change your mind. Come for you. Scared of it. Hang on. Look, he's repulsed by it. He's like repelled. He doesn't want anywhere near it. He's got his back arched. Damn. He's got his oh, paw oh. up like he's ready to strike. He's ready to go for the tap there. What the? Huh? What is it? Son, it's just a banana. Just a banana. Why is he scared? I don't know. You want some banana? No. No, maybe he doesn't want it. That's fine. No, he was scared. That's cheese ball scared folks. Really? I don't know. Sometimes these cats get like interested in things, and they're like, "No, nah, they smell from a mile away." Like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Let me see if I break off a piece and offer it to him. This is a peace offering. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. No, he don't want that either. All right. Huh? He was intrigued, and he said, "Nah, fuck this shit." 
Are you scared of a banana? I don't want to keep scaring him. He doesn't. Yeah. He is he is not liking that. That is my cat is scared of bananas. It's like the Undertaker. What wasn't he scared of bananas? Cucumbers. Cucumbers. <laughs> he was okay. definitely scared of cucumbers. <laughs> huh. Wasn't Did he just, on hot ones and they asked him about that? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Dead man walking, but no cucumbers. Somebody throws a cucumber. You know he got ribbed. (laughs) Them boys mercilessly pranked him with cucumbers as soon as they found out. I was going to say, there's definitely stories of that. You can look up like shooter interviews on that. I've I've never heard. I think it was revealed through shooter interviews. I think, like, I don't know, it's like Nash or one of those guys said it. I know somebody in a shoot interview I was listening to with The Undertaker said, what's up with the cucumbers thing? And he didn't talk much about it. <laughs> he just went, damn it, man. I, I just don't like cucumbers. <laughs> like he didn't justify it. He didn't really talk about it. He just said he didn't like them. I'm surprised he didn't ask him how big is Batista's dick. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Angelie does one of those Q and A's with fans one day. He needs a little money. He's freshly retired. He don't need any money yet. He ain't making Comic Con appearances like Mick Foley. Yeah. Keep up with his wife's spending habits, but she's still young. That's true. Man. I don't see how anybody of a certain age marry a fucking 19-year-old woman and don't see what's happening. Yeah. Would you have married this woman if you were poor? No. (laughs) If the answer is not yes, she ain't the one, bro. Exactly. Dude, that's... Oh, man. A lot of creepy shit like that happened. I don't know if you saw, like, Dink Cook, like, about a few weeks or a month ago, recently got engaged. Some, like, 23-year-old. Why? Yeah. And then it says like, oh, they've been dating for five years. So he basically is a fucking sexual predator and wait till she was 18 to legally date this girl. <laughs> and then fucking married her in five years. That's so fucked up. And he's double her age. So she was like 16? Maybe. This could be like a fucking Jerry Lawler thing going on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's It's that's just creepy. Because like, bro, he's 50 and this, this girl's like 23 or 24. She's like literally she, half his fucking age. Like, what money does this guy fucking have anyways? That Dane Cook money. That's what. Yeah, okay. When he was, like, on the high for, like, the mid-2000s. And after that, like, no one gave a shit about him. Well, fair enough. Yeah, has he even had, like, a Netflix special? I don't know where this fuck guy gets his money from. I don't know, dude. I don't know where he gets his money from. Uh, I know where he used to get it from, but maybe he still does stand-up. I don't know. Let's find yeah. out. Let's Google it. I don't know. Yeah. I remember, like, in the mid-2000s, everyone would fucking quote fucking Dane Cook's Vicious Circle, whatever, that one stand-up show. All this fucking shit. Yeah, okay, so I see his pedo daughter there. Oh, not his daughter, his... Uh, pedo fiance? His pedo fiance, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she cute, but, I mean, I've seen better looking. Yeah, it's just, to me, it's, like, fucked up. Because I saw, like, in a, in a tweet somewhere, it's like, oh, yeah, just, like, whatever, okay. First, like, okay, 15, 23, I'm like, whatever. Maybe she's in it for the money. But it's like, oh, yeah, they've been dating for, like, five years or something. I'm like, okay. what? <laughs> Do the so math. He, 
He is currently touring. Oh, wait. That was 2001 tour dates. 2001? <laughs> or 2021. Oh, I was like, geez, 2001. Would you go the Wayback Machine? <laughs> I keep forgetting it's 2022. I'm yeah. looking at his website. Yeah, like if you go to Dane Cook. Hang on. I'm going to show. I'll show my screen real quick. If you go to danecook.com and then you scroll down, it's got 2021 tour dates. That's it. Yeah. I wonder. So it's a lot at the Wang Theater in Boston, Massachusetts. Let's see what kind of audience that draws. Yeah. Wang Theater. The Wang Chung Theater? Wang Theater. Let's see how many people... It has it has a capacity of thirty five hundred, so he's not selling out stadiums. Yeah, he used like to do like arenas and shit. Up until but, twenty ten, I mean, still, if he can draw three thousand people, I think Dane Cook could draw three thousand people easily. Yeah, that that's about the height where he's at now. Unless he like comes with some like fire ass material, then I don't know. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But he's on a downturn now, so. Well, he's not hot anymore. Yeah. Plus, I mean, with stand-up comedy, do you really want to go see it in a stadium, or would you rather see it in a more intimate setting? Yeah, I feel like it depends on like the comic. Like you're going to see, like I would obviously prefer like nine times out of ten, fucking you know, a nice comedy club, whatever, one of those like smaller, smaller venues. I feel like that's what comedy's made for. Yeah. Stadium is like fucking weird. It's like, oh, they have some opener dude like that. No one's gonna fucking give a shit about. Yeah. And it's like you're only there for really you're paying like 150 bucks to see some guy tell jokes for an hour. You can do the same thing for 20 bucks down the street. Probably better. Yeah. Especially when they've when they hit a certain plateau that they appeal to so many people, they water it down. Yeah, no way. I can definitely. Like a good comedian is going to appeal to probably about 3500 people. Mm-hmm. In a given area, so yeah, like, I'd rather do, like, you know, in smaller theaters, like, even, like, those kind of things. Like, don't go more than, like, you know, mid-sized theaters. Yeah. Well, that's a shame, Dane Cook. Me too himself. <laughs> Literally, with that fucking thing. That's, that's That just really, like, fucking weirded me. I was like, what? Ugh. Yeah, here's an article from a couple of weeks ago. And, uh... It says Dane Cook's new fiance was a teen when they started dating and it's creeping people out. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so uh let's see. Fifty year old comedian announced his engagement to Kelsey Taylor, a twenty three year old aspiring singer. That's what she's getting out of it. Oh, and a Pilates instructor. So basically she has no job. Yeah, she's what is rich think? she's trying to be like the next Jillian Michaels over here? Get the fuck out of here. Born in Los Angeles. So, yeah, she's a rich girl that yeah. doesn't do anything. Exactly. And so he's married her for the money. Uh, <laughs> they marry each other for bullshit reasons, honestly, it seems. Yeah, this is dumb. How old was she? How do we know that he didn't? Okay, so to be clear. To be clear, Cook started dating Taylor in 2017 when she was just 18 years old. There you go. My cat's digging shit out of my box now. He's starting problems. He's going to have to go. As a matter of fact, we're going to have to go, Chris. Yeah. We got uh, got some old 7-7. They've been... 
they've been uh they've been uh They've been what's the word I'm looking for? We've been reprieved them too long. Matter yeah. of fact, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna hang on. We're gonna do this right. Give yeah. me one second. All right. I I believe he's getting our our, our DX tank ready, so we're gonna come in there. Because it's time for blazing. football to start again. Yeah. So I am gonna put on my old chief jersey. Woo! Represent Kansas City. Oh, it's inside out. That's probably represent turn. Missouri. Let me turn it back around. There we go. Now, put on my Chiefs jersey. We're going to represent Kansas City. Go Mahomes, number 15. And uh, we're going to head to the old 77. So, I'm going to walk over there. I'm going to zap you in. We're going to take over that show. What do you think, Chris? Let's do it. I'm going to come in there with my DX tank, and we're going to fucking take over. Let's go. Let's go. Let's take this motherfucker over. We're taking over, goddamn. Let's go, bitch. We're going to show him. Woo! Here we go. After Hours on the Old 77 Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Guns and Radio Podcast season finale. And at the same time, we're on the After Hours show for the Old 77 yeah. with Scotty Carwash. Hey. Hey, boys. <laughs> and what did we say Dave's name was? Davey Train. Davey Train. Davey Train. Right to Davey Train. Thanks for having us on the show, boys. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for, well, no, we're, we're telling it like studio. we just invaded. Yeah. But, I mean, anybody that yeah. listens to this show, I've been here for, what, like a month? So. <laughs> Not much of an invasion. Well, that's an ultimate No, invasion. he is kind of invaded. I actually live here now. Yeah, man. he's what got you a, guys don't I was going to say, man. Yeah. Um, I just go back to my apartment to do Guns and Radio, so yeah. we're turning the apartment into a studio <laughs> Yeah, that only go. one of us gets to use because the other's in Canada. You just go there when and, you need it. Yeah, it's like a place I can relax and mellow out and get in podcast yeah. mode, you know, because have my cheeses, my special cheeses delivered. And yeah, your charcuterie board. Yeah, my, my, uh, my, my two dozen roses. And what else does Axel get in his rider, Chris? I don't know, probably an oxygen tank and a copy of Fortnite, I think we've a mentioned many Fortnite. times. <laughs> Does he like nice, Fortnite? Nice. Does actually like I, I, Fortnite? I don't know. I think he's joking. Are no, you joking? We make the joke that like when he runs off fucking stage during like solos, <laughs> yeah, he goes right. on and plays a hops on a quick game to get a victory royale in Fortnite. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I wonder that's why what his... slash's solos are like 30, 45 gotta, minutes. Gotta pump those numbers up, man. <laughs> I wonder what his username yeah. is. Uh, Dexter. Dexter. I'll tell you right yeah. now. Yeah. What do you bet, Caputo? Dexter? Something like that. I mean, that was his old um, username, I think, in the MyGNR forums. Yeah. He probably named something after his cat or something. Yeah, yeah, but somebody probably I took that name, so he's probably like Dexter sixty nine four twenty. You know, probably some shit like that. But now, <laughs> what's funny is, is Guns and Roses fans have message boards. That's a part of the GNR fan community that people outside of it don't know. Ooh. And they Sorry. have message boards, and on these message boards, like what was it, two thousand and five 2006 maybe sooner eight or nine this yeah the message board started around like the late 90s it was basically during the whole chinese democracy area it was like the 90s till probably like even past the 20s but do you remember when uh, they, turned... they're still around but they're not as prevalent but there was that guy that was posting and you remember when it turned out it was actually him yeah actually would post around like in the mid to late 2000s i remember he after the chinese democracy album released he did that full interview and everything yeah, and he'd no been way. on there though probably how long before That's anybody cool. realized it was him? How did how did they realize it was a few years before? He told him. 
He told him it was them. Yeah, and then they did a, a uh, they, I think somebody ended up doing a a check on the IP address and saw it was coming from Malibu. Yeah. Oh, shit. And later on, it was confirmed by management that that was true. Yeah. That that wow. was Axel, and he wanted to get, and the reason he'd heard about the boards, I guess, and uh, about all the shit people were talking, and yeah. it started out where he was defending Fernando, because Fernando is his... Uh, assistants beta is his personal assistant beta's son is fernando fernando is the band's t- last i checked i don't know what the fuck he is now but used to be their tour manager okay no del james is still tour manager like uh, well, the whole the thing with the Levi family they're all well, sort of managing what the fuck does fernando ever do then like he's got to be like well Axel's first they, kid, they basically right? first were axel's managers then they ended up managing the entire band itself okay well, whatever they they're they're part of it, and um, so people were shit talking Fernando on these message boards, and then all of a sudden this Dexter dude started popping up and saying, "Hey, fuck you! Let me tell you what's actually going on." And then everybody's like, "How the fuck do you know?" And I, I'm paraphrasing; I don't remember yeah. if that's exactly how it went down. That was the sentiment, Dexter though. bitch. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's that sounds about right. Yeah. Like what probably happened? Were they shit talking him? Yeah, yeah. Like people give Fernando a hard time nowadays, rightfully so. Now even I do it. I used to take up for him, but I don't need fucking more. Yeah. So what's going what's going on like currently in the world of GNR? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the Guns really, and Radio dude, just, season finale with the old '77 <laughs> crossover, crossover event is the biggest thing that's going on <laughs> inside this fucking community right now. Goddamn right. And I should feel bad that that's the scenario with this fucking band that won't get their finger out of their yeah. ass and do some shit for us. But yeah. I mean, they're touring. They're touring, but goddamn, they've yeah. been touring since right. Yeah, they're, I, not, they're not actually writing any new songs. They're not so. doing anything but touring. They're, they're going to work. They're still doing that. But you know what? The Stones, a couple years ago, Dave just went and seen them. Mm-hmm. You know? But you've got a fan base that's got six albums. The Stones have a lot more than six albums worth of fucking material. But you still have a rabid fan base. You've you got have fans enough. making podcasts about them. Right. You do have a rabid mm-hmm. fan base because of the quality of those mm-hmm. six albums. Right. And the fan base is so stuck. There was a whole underground fucking crime goddamn underbelly to this community where they were selling Chinese Democracy 2 shit for thousands and thousands of fucking dollars. Chinese Democracy 2. I made a joke about that. Democracy 1 with the leaks. Right. Yeah. We've, we've, Listen to covers of those on our on Guns and Radio before. Yeah, of the leaks before the official release came out. The leaks have been covered before the official release ever even has, has still yeah. not come out. Yeah, <laughs> and damn. The, uh, uh, yeah, and a guy named Ian. Am I saying it right, Chris? I do this every time. Yeah, Ian or Ian. Ian, the guy that that played our theme song. Oh yeah, which debuts next week. That's dope. On the, the Guns and Radio podcast on the season premiere. Mm. That's right. Next week finale is tonight. Premiere mm. is next time. Yes, we've got. We don't take no breaks. We badass. <laughs> That's exciting, man. You guys have a lot going on. We do, man. We got to yeah. We got to. That's how you fucking do it, man. Keep the show rolling, man. And that's the thing, though, about this community, though, is we have such a good community of people. We've made so many friends doing this show that yeah. it's it's made it. It's it's totally worth it. It's one of the beautiful things about music. 
as music brings people together and and, and, and podcasting does too. Yeah. So it's a great mixture. And man. it also helps to have your own Discord and not be in somebody else's so you don't have to put up with the with the asshole shit that comes with Because I don't mind people shit talking the band. People have every right to shit talk the band. It doesn't bother me a bit. This we, community you even shit talk the band, you say. I do, yeah. I mean, oh, we have both. We, we're, we're fair. We don't make shit. That's up. all you can be, man. But if we you don't... truly, be- if you truly love a band, you're bound to shit talk them from time to time. If you it's truly a... love them, it's not like you're going to agree warts with everything all, brother. you do. You love them warts and all. <laughs> yeah, it's like you ever right. had that family member, like that brother or that cousin, that was just a fuck up. That, that were, was me, bro. Always put were, his and, dick in the mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. Them. Yeah, you loved them, but it was like, dude, why are you such a fuck up? It's time to be a grown up. Yeah. Like, like, damn it, Uncle Jimmy! Why can't you put your dick in your pants like rest of us? Stop yeah. smoking crack and get a real shit. Yeah, stop playing with it. It's never going to heal if you don't stop playing with it. <laughs> but and now it's in the mashed potatoes. But you get my drift. Like we love this band, we really do. But at the same time, Unlike sometimes Uncle Jimmy. you just have to. Yeah, you know, say, "Come on, what the fuck?" Right? Yeah, a children's book, really? We can't <laughs> yeah, get a new was, goddamn album. We can't that's even... fucking laughable. I'm sorry. That's we like, we can't uh... even get live. It took them years of us bitching and moaning for them to finally give us live. Fo- they film every concert pro yeah. shot. Oh, I'm sure every they single one they've ever done, they film pro shot. And then they sit on this footage and don't do shit. You have I a whole ass say, YouTube channel. Has anybody seen any of that? They footage? started not they during COVID. They started releasing these every few months. They would release about six songs from different parts of the tour. Yeah, like you know that's like, smart though. Were, were they releasing like older stuff too, or was it just no? It was the tour that they stuff. were on when COVID shut it down. Yeah, yeah, and okay. But they but have they been videotaping stuff going way, way back. back? Yeah. Way back oh, to yeah. the 90s, to the Illusion. I think they started doing that shit on the Illusion tour, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was like their big headline tour. No they wonder Axel was, was so pissy about people taking and, video. Well, what, yeah. what tour was the, uh, the the St. Louis tour where the big riot erupted? That was... 91. The, yeah, 91. So that would have been was, the Use Your Illusion yeah, tour. Yeah, that was the Illusion So tour. they, yeah, were, they were filming. Yeah. They, that, that whole... Uh, I've got it. Go. Thank you. Yeah, I've got a whole DVD of that... Uh, of that uh, whole show has, which is easy to find. Yeah, you yeah. Have oh yeah, you can find it. Yeah, you can find it all online. Oh yeah, you can find it online real yeah. easy. A buddy yeah. of mine, Rick Dunsford. Shout out to Rick. What up, Rick? What's up, Rick? Hopefully, we've got new episodes coming soon. Uh, good man. Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Happy and, birthday, Rick. Happy birthday, Rick. And uh, what was I fucking saying? I don't know. You're talking about a DVD or a movie yeah, okay, about? So he gave me yeah. a DVD. Of the pro shot, entire riot and everything, because wow. and it was the what they show on the screens. Have you guys ever been yeah. to Riverport? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how yeah. they filmed that there, and then they they yeah. broadcast well, it straight. We, yeah, line. we've talked yeah. about laying in the grass and oh, all yeah. that good shit at Riverport. And it's listen. not Riverport anymore, but it's always it Riverport will, in my heart. It will always, always be Riverport. One hundred percent. Yep. Because the day it. I realized, from the day I realized this was Riverport. It's all. I've not called it Hollywood no, Casino Amphitheater. It's, it's been it's UNB had a few Bank names Pavilion, since then, hasn't it? Maryland yeah, Heights. Yeah, UNB Bank. Yeah. Well, Maryland Heights is just the name of the city town uh, that it's in. Yeah, well, yeah. Some, it's in our city. Mo- yeah. Nobody calls it by the technical name. Like in Tupelo, the Bank Corp <laughs> South Arena is the Tupelo Coliseum. Oh yeah. Nobody will ever call it anything but that. That's a local. Nobody around here. Call, everybody calls it the, Mar- the Maryland Heights Amphitheater. That that I've talked to that goes there a lot. They mm-hmm. all are they all just call it the, the amphitheater in Maryland Heights. Yeah, right. Because that's called Riverport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's in well, there's Maryland. There's two Heights. of them now. There's two of them now. 
Yeah, there is because uh, Z- the, there's one at the park. Because mm-hmm. ZZ Top, on my birthday, I bought tickets to see Corn and Evanescence, and I oh. only bought those tickets because the concert was on my birthday. Yeah. So I bought two tickets, figured I'd fuck with giving one of them away later, <laughs> and I would have something to do. Well, then, not after, not a damn week after I bought these tickets, ZZ Top was the name. Oh, now, I've wow. seen ZZ Top, never seen Corn. So. I, I was I was not un, I'm glad I saw Corn now. Now that I've seen them live, mm-hmm. I am really glad that I've seen that because that is a fucking killer show. Yeah, and, they put on a good live show. Yeah, yeah. killer yeah. something I've been missing out on. And Evanescence yeah. was good too. They put on a hell of a live show. Did they good? Oh good. yeah, I've, I've wondered about Evanescence. I knew like four songs, but my problem with Evanescence is I used to be a big fan when I was an emo whiny ass teenager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and weren't we all? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've straightened my hair and wore eyeliner. I don't. And they've only put out, they only had one album out back then. Yeah. And then My Chemical Romance became the thing. And then by the time I got out of that music and was like, God, these people are so fucking annoying because you meet other people that are like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And then you, you just, just want to cut yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't like those guys and you kind of fade away from that kind of scene. But then. Well, then, I can't see you in Guyliner, dude. Uh, it's happened. Yeah, more, could, right, what the fuck? Right? It's happened more recently than <laughs> I'd like to admit. That's the fucking picture I want to see. You all like? Do you like flock of seagulls? Oh, I'll show it to you. <laughs> it was at a wrestling reunion, and they had brought all my guys back. It's always at a wrestling yeah, reunion. Well, this was the first time we had all been working together on a show, and. Uh, I think it was like 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was 10 years since we all broke up. And they brought us all together and had like a like a one night. This is the whole band's back together for one night only kind of a gimmick for that. And so to we all did our old shit. Yeah. So instead of wearing my normal suit and tie and all the shit I do now, I went back to my old ways and when I was first getting in the business because that's when I managed these oh, guys yeah. and I was wearing ripped jeans and a fucking Guns N' Roses t-shirt because it was the only it was always a band shirt but that was the only one I got left from that day <laughs> and <laughs> eyeliner yeah. and my hair was long I this was the second time my hair got long so like I had my hair in a ponytail with the bandana and, and, and everything and this was before I cut it for work and then now I'm letting it grow again. Yeah. Fuck work, bro. Yeah, grow that shit work. out, man. <laughs> uh, do you like grow me? your man man. In all fairness, nobody told me to do that. Yeah, me neither. But I just felt for the position I was inappropriate. I'm glad that these days I have a job or jobs that uh, I can have long hair. Nobody I know, gives a man. Fuck. Jobs are dope in this in this decade. When you're a musician, they expect you to have long hair, you know? Yeah. Like, it's part, of the, it's part of the it's code. It's like Caputo with the stash, man. The ladies get so disappointed. Man. He'll shave it off every co- every couple of years. I, you know, I will say this, man. Chris, it you... looks like you went down on it and came back up with it. Yeah. I mean, but don't he pull it yeah, off? I was just going to say, like, he pulls it off greatly. Yeah, very, it's a great stash. You cannot wear a stash if you can't pull off a stash. As the former president would say, goodly. He pulls it off goodly. Because if you can't pull it off and you rock it anyway, you look like a pedophile. Or no, stashes are the weird ones, yeah. Like, That's yeah. like the weird one of facial hair. Because normally for a guy, you want to blend in, just grow a beard, right? Well, I think that we're over here just dissecting my fucking poor co-host like he's not even here. How do you know if a cop's gay? I think... <laughs> Doesn't have a mustache? You smell his mustache. Uh, <laughs> it smells like shit, though. 
But my, I think what Caputo's got going on for him is the dark hair. He's he's kind of tan. He's naturally got that look that chicks are looking for any fucking way. Because Johnny, oh my Jack's god, hot, right? I'm, a, I'm a little turned on Jesus. right now to be know, honest with you. Not, now that you took the hat off, if you were, right? you were not, you would be the weird one. Yeah. So he's laughing at my jokes. That turns me on too. <laughs> Quit it, Dave. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm, I'm getting, getting a little moist over, over here. here. Uh, <laughs> got his own helicopter. I'm telling you, man. Like, it's Does he really? Hell yeah. He's got a person. <laughs> no, I fucking wish. <laughs> Don't feed these guys too much. Bro, I will divorce my wife right now. Dude, the way I talk Caputo, the way I talk about Caputo on this show is not a mean way at all, but you, you, you got to take my description of Caputo with a little bit of a grain of salt. But right, then, the way you described him to me, I thought he had like a deli on the Lower East Side of Canada but, somewhere. Like, hey, y'all want some it, the it's Caputo's Deli? You know? Oh hey. no, he wastes way more money than that. Uh, but I just the, love the thing Scott. you got to, I, I will say about this though, is it, some of what I say about Caputo is true. And it's up to you to figure out what is what. Oh, I like a little Ooh. mystery in my life. Yeah. Okay. Chicks love a man of mystery. See, I'm hooking him up too, man. I'm putting him in the position to where if we are ever famous for this bullshit, like that's ever going to happen. But if it did, he would be the one getting all the chicks. He's bagging them. And then I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like the, 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 the fucking drummer in the band. Like you just get whatever's left over. You Whatever, know? dude. Drummer always got the most. <laughs> no, you you at least be the bass player. You got yeah. something. <laughs> get something. Bass player gets nothing. <laughs> Yeah, the drummer gets but, all of it, man. It's something about a dude who can you, keep you time with all you the parts of his say, body, right? Yeah. Duff McKagan got something. Come on, look at that guy. That is true. The clout? No, his wife is beautiful. <laughs> well, probably oh. if we're being real, probably. I mean, yeah, but Duff was like six foot and ripped, so he could get anything. So. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. that helps. When you're I'll, tall, that's easy. Yeah, I always felt like the drummers were the ones that got the most pussy. I do too. Other than like you know the lead singer. I don't know. Let's look at what band we're in. Steven Adler, no. Yeah, no, no, I know. I love Steven, but he didn't get the he didn't get the ass that Duff got. Yeah, well, Matt Storm definitely did. He's still popping up kids at his age, so. Damn. I mean, oh yeah, I'm sure Steven wasn't hurting for the booty. I mean, I'm sure he got. His. Is Axel married? Twice. Well, well, Is twice? He currently no. Once, but then it was like a serious. I think maybe she, maybe Aaron Everly was he married to Aaron? Oh, yeah, but it was very shit. brief. They probably were like. Were they engaged and it never happened? I don't think Who's they got the other married. One? There's Aaron, Stephanie Seymour. They were dating, whatever. She was in the music videos and shit. But then uh, I think they had a falling out. So was that Evan, that Everly chick, right? Aaron Everly. She was in the video, too. Axel was married to Aaron Everly. He Sweet dated Mind video. Stephanie yes. Seymour. But I think he, hey, uh, Stephanie might have fucked him up a little bit. You know? But he's not currently. Well, I mean. Not that we're aware of. Not that he's public. Not that we're aware of. I'm sure he probably has somebody. but He's, he's bagging pro- some. He's somebody. very private. Like, Axel don't. Axel yeah. is. I respect that dude. Yeah, I can respect very that pri- too. He don't do any press. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm sorry, fellas. I just tried some of this fifteen dollar Rebel. Yeah, you like it? That shit's good, man. All right, I'll Hell get some yeah. more. So let me ask you guys. So We're you guys, love, so I gotta get get us some more. You guys have radio experience. Let's talk about you guys for a little bit. What, okay. What got you guys started up in uh, in radio of all of all the career choices? You can you start, have. Scott. I'll, I'll man. I'll, I'll for me. God, it would have been right before 9-11 happened. So like 2000-ish, 2001. uh, I got uh, got laid off at a job, and I was doing just a bunch of little bitch work. And I'm like, man, I'm tired of doing this. I want something cool. So not even a fun job. No, the local, like, it was a temp job. So I was bouncing around from, like, factory to factory to factory. And my mom had always told me, grow up and be a disc jockey, grow up and do this, grow up and do that. And the local radio station needed somebody. 
And so I just applied. They hired me on, started training me. I immediately went to full time. Yeah. Nice. So I did the afternoons. Like, I had no idea what I was talking about, and I'm just here talking. And you do fucking, that you know? awkward pause. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Well, welcome to my, He's got a good voice for it, though. Within the he? first three days, because, like, literally, I got set down, and they were like, hey, here's the board. This is this, this is this, this is this. This is a, during a five-minute CNN news break, and they hand me a script. It's like, you better pre-read this. Here's your newscast coming up in mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And them early tapes are embarrassing. Oh, it was fucking awful, man. No matter so, who you are, the early within, tapes are embarrassing. Within the first three weeks, I read a story, didn't pre-read it, and said that the mayor got caught for like methamphetamine. And right oh. as I said it, they had a phone sitting right next to the board. That fucking thing lit up, man. And so I was like hello and it was like four or five people my boss called somebody called him the mayor called like i had to come on to a public apology on the air and everything man it was, oh and this was your first and this was my first two weeks oh, of being on no. the air Holy so, shit. <laughs> what was the headline supposed to be that you misread it, so it was it was within the story and they had it like it was I, I wasn't used to it at the time but when you read news copy they usually make it great big and they justify it and it's all caps and they you know have it well i had jumped a sentence oh. and so it was like the you know busted for methamphetamine was and then like a sentence down it was like praised by local mayor rick gottman so you know it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah, busted yeah. by meta- methamphetamine <laughs> local by, local mayor rick gottman you know it was like oh <laughs> and the moment i praise said the Lord, it, I got right in the moment i said it i was like mm, you know to praise myself methamphetamine. and that fucking phone just was bleep bleep yeah. bleep just going crazy, man. It's uh, a male city. It's that kind of city now, folks. Yeah. So, like, I, I, literally, I, I came up through radio learning it all. Like, we had a we had a shitty fucking reel-to-reel setup, and we learned how, I learned how to make, you know, commercials and house went on the market that day. Yeah. Somebody sold their house that yeah. day because they didn't tune in for the apology. Mm. <laughs> I per- personally, I love it whenever like local news people fuck up on the air. It's like one of my favorite things. Oh. You know, that's one of the best things about Jeff City is our local news is fucking shit. I know, yeah. Red. Those I college kids, especially at least they're the, hot, especially on the weekend. Except the- that one on KRCG that's got the fucking winky eye. Oh, I know that the one you're talking here. about. And then there's the really hot gay, not Zach, the other dude, uh, the really hot gay weatherman that the lights must be too fucking bright in there because that dude, I swear to God, will be like, so the other day we were over here and the weather is going to be, and his fucking eyes, like he's having a fit. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I call him Blinky. Honey, come over. Blinky's back on. Turn it to this channel. That fucker's just going to town. Who's the hot blonde that I'm thinking of? There's one that's really hot. I don't know. On KRCG? There is there is that CG the the CBS that's the uh, is it yeah okay so I have a good relationship with are you thinking about Megan Lane I'm thinking of the NBC oh NBC I don't have NBC I got Dish Network they don't they don't like each other well. I don't know who the anchors on on at, that's, on NBC are. That's the days. one that uses all. That's the one I'm thinking of that uses all. The, it's all uh, the interns. yeah. It's all the interns from the university yeah, from, program on the weekends, the especially. They always have college kids. Oh yeah. God, yeah. they're fucking awful. Man. Oh. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. I love. It. I love it. They are so. They, it'll like cut to some dude in the middle of the fucking street, and he looks like he's twelve, stuffed in a suit. <laughs> yeah, has no clue what he's doing. Yep, I love it. He's fucking plotting like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, when you watch Guns and Radio. <laughs> And you look in my background, there's an on-air sign that's sitting on a shelf 
predominantly placed. It's meant to be seen. Of course. Uh, well, it should be. In the background. That on-air sign is the on-air sign from KRCG. Oh, really? Nice. Whoa. They redid the... Oh, I had nice. just moved to Jefferson City. They redid the whole studio and did a whole makeover. And uh, you know the furniture the guests would sit on mm-hmm. whenever uh, they're doing interview segments yeah. in the morning shows and the stuff. little green room area stuff. Yeah. Where they, you know, they put like a coffee table and a couple yeah. of so it looks right. like they just have morning coffee. Right. And um, those chairs were the chairs in my living room because I was dirt ass poor when I first got here. <laughs> like I was broke. I bitch now about not having any money. I bet those were rough. I, when I first got here, I had no fucking money like i am very grateful for the uh for the growth i've seen in my life being in jefferson City. yeah good man it's done this all good i think when i first got here i didn't have a pot to piss in i I was the poorest i'd ever been in my life yeah when i first got here that times was rough and i was doing a job for a lady you know i worked in construction Uh, not this not yet i was married (laughs) so they wouldn't get it Nobody was getting laid. Wasn't in the gigolo phase yet. <laughs> and that most of the yeah, fair enough. The 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 fair enough. He says I was doing. Uh, this lady was paying us to do some work in her kitchen, yeah. like drywall and shit like that, renovate it and stuff. And it turns out she worked for KRCG. Really? And uh, we were we were heading out one day, and I saw it, and I'd been seeing it sitting in the corner of the garage all week. Like, nobody wanted this thing. It just somehow got here. And so I was like, I noticed you got, you know, you got that sign over there. I thought it was real cool. What uh, what'd you take for that? And I remember I didn't have no money, but I could have got 30, 40 bucks yeah. to, to buy myself this little gift. And, this uh, little gift. And she was like, that old piece of shit, if you want it, take it. Yeah. And I was like really she's like yeah we just and she would tell me because to them this ain't shit right this, this ain't is nothing. a fucking yeah. light like it's literally you know, you guys know it's a light that you flip on with a switch just like any other fucking light I'm fixing to get one actually yeah <laughs> and this hob store yep she didn't even care and she was like hey while you're at it why don't you take these shitty fucking chairs that they saddled me with hell too? yes and that was my fur i didn't even have furniture yet i had i had a couch and that was it it's not all that dissimilar of the story of how those chairs arrived yeah, so these two chairs here are the uh, uh chairs that were out in the lobby at where we work yeah and nice. they and sold it, them for like 15 bucks yeah what's your radio story dave um so my radio story well it's kind of funny man because my dad worked in radio uh he was second an, gen he was in yeah i guess so uh howard stern's a second gen he was an on-air guy but he was also a sales guy for a time he actually worked at the same company that me and scott worked don't you work have at to? for a while what do sales isn't that a huge oh, i fucking hate sales yeah. i thought that I you know. had to like do i feel the show. like it's not all fun i feel like working with sales is the worst especially in radio because it's yeah. always an us versus them attitude yeah oh for sure the sales guys are always like well if it wasn't for us you you know you wouldn't have a show to do but isn't like, like well, if it wasn't for us like? Don't you have to come in? You have to do the show. Then you have to make sales. In calls. traditional radio, mm. not so much where we work now, though. Okay, no. yeah. Where we, so where we work now, think more like uh, we're a network. Okay. So we distribute it all. Yeah. So you're not like uh, Zimmer or anything. No, no. We provide we provide content to Zimmer. Okay. So the funny thing about how I ended for up for a in, price now, I think. The nice. funny thing about how I ended up in radio is that I did not even try to end up in radio. It was a deal where That's how my, it is usually. Yeah, my wife worked at uh, the university in Columbia, and one of the one of the guys that she worked with 
worked at our current place of work mm. part-time, and he said something to my wife um, about them looking for board operators. Basically, I'm the guy that, like, fires off commercial breaks yeah. and grabs highlights. I work directly with, like, the play-by-play people. Um, but, yeah, this dude that my wife worked with told her about it. She told me about it. I applied, and I was hired, like, basically the next day, and that was, like, going on nine years ago. So what was your first job? Same job I have now. Yeah, he's a board operator. Board operator. And I actually, like, for a very short time, I was going to go into the producing realm, and I discovered very quickly that that I'm happy to (laughs) to have the job that that. I have. Because, like, I can go in there, and I just have to worry about one broadcast. I am a producer. Yeah. And so I have to worry about Scott's got to worry about all the broadcasts. Yeah, Dave worries about one broadcast. I worry about them all. And usually the broadcast that I'm doing is with a team that I've worked with for years, and I know exactly to where I could do it in my sleep. So, like, coming up is our hell week, and that's the week of kick. The when the, the yeah. week that college football starts. Yeah, that's when football Hence starts. why we tape these out of order. Yeah, a little bit. Versus yeah. the plan that we told you we were going to follow. Right. On, uh, uh, by the way, if you're listening to the Guns N' Radio finale right now, head over to the old 77 channel. That's, that's us. And check out <laughs> their <laughs> episode when Caputo – I should say ours. I'm saying there like I'm yeah, not here. Right. Yeah. Our, should I be? I guess. Uh, go ahead, around, man. It's check out our episode where Caputo here is the guest and steps into this world, yeah. like they're stepping into our world. But we're bringing you this because if you wonder what it looks like, what it feels like over at the old seventy seven, yeah. we wanted to let everybody know and let it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Let everybody see, kind of experience yeah. it. Check us out on yeah. Spotify, um, Patreon, YouTube, all that. Get good video. Stuff. Yeah, you can get video of the show on Spotify. So yep. if you're listening to us audio wise now, yeah, the you video can thing see is great. We, yeah. yeah, the video thing is great because we love to pull up random shit on the internet and laugh at it. And oh yeah, it's nice. That Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's our main thing yeah. right now. For- <laughs> Somebody we know has been putting Somebody. a lot of videos up there Somebody's lately. Somebody's been tearing it up. I'm just saying. Yes, I don't know who. Sir, but, yeah, you an individual. Huh? It's become a big part of that person's life, yeah. I'm sure, whoever yeah. You should check them out, folks. You should check them out. Man, we got a, we got some, some nice little outtakes of some recent shows. Oh, some ridiculous Dustin has sure. been compiling for us. And, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So we're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. I know that sounds like a big, lofty goal, but that's the goal I'm shooting for. So... Everybody listen to the Guns Radio. You want to help your boy out? Go subscribe to the old seventy seven. That would be a that would be fucking killer for me right now. If all Absolutely, of you guys help your man. boy out. Absolutely. Yeah. If every single person that's gonna listen to this podcast goes and follows, that would be nice. Yeah, man. Or subscribes on YouTube. I mean, I'm not gonna argue. The I'm old seventy seven podcast. Hell yeah. Fighting crime, saving souls. You know, one thing that goes so into <laughs> one thing that goes into behind the scenes on the old seventy seven is the uh the mixing of the videos for the short outtakes is different. We throw in some background music just to make things a little more fun for the short clip here that you're seeing. Oh yeah. And Dave here actually makes it's kind of a mixed bag on what's up right now because I ran out of Dave tracks, so I had to use YouTube library <laughs> yeah, for I some gotta, of them. I gotta oh, yeah. send you some more. So if you get on there and you're like, he's full of shit, I heard this on YouTube live here. <laughs> Look for another video because uh, a lot of those are Dave tracks. Uh, so I got to get some more Dave tracks. But when did you get into mixing music and shit? Like, how'd you learn to do that? Well, um, I mean, I've been a musician. I've been playing guitar for 25 plus years. Long as Is I'm it different on a computer versus with your hands? Yes. Um, all of the experience that I have 
playing guitar and like learning music theory and stuff has made me transitioning into doing actual like music production on a computer. Do you play by ear? Um, I can. Yeah, I've got a good ear. Like I'm pretty good. Like at if I hear something on the radio, I we can get a guitar down. He can play some glycerine. <laughs> yeah, and <get laughs> you know us, we can do that. Get us pulled on off this of YouTube. Show. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, yeah, I can play by ear. Like I've got a pretty good ear for sure. Um, we may do that before we go. That's one of the things that you can develop <laughs> over time, man. Like you can, that's, that's a thing that you can develop over time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, music, that's, that's my thing. That's your my band? favorite thing to do. Uh, I'm not like really currently in a band. I play, I play with a dude named Bobby Showers a lot. Um, Bobby's a big name here in Jeff City too. He just did. Uh, well, you were with him. You guys did Porch Fest here a while back. Yeah, we did Porch Fest. Um, That's did- something I love about Jeff City too, man. Caputo. It's it's every once in a while they'll just be like that neighborhood, uh, six blocks. You guys, every porch, you can have a band on it. Go. Yeah, and the only rule is that uh, everybody plays acoustic. You don't plug in. Yep. You can't plug in because there's otherwise everybody would oh, be drown drowning each other out. Each other out. How so do you everybody, hear the yeah. you, you, Oh, you just got to be. You got to be yard. there, bro. You yeah. got to walk everybody's up. Playing at once. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's, it's amazing though. Yeah, it's really cool. There's little things about Jeff City that you you appreciate after you get here that kind of take you back a little bit, but it's like right. a nice taken back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like JC Rocks. Oh yeah, shit! JC Rocks is cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we we lived through that whole JC Rocks thing. JC Rocks was when I first came here. I noticed nobody's doing it hardly anymore. No. But used to, you'd be walking around. For those of you that aren't from here, yeah, you'd be walking around Jeff City, just minding your business, going shopping, going yep. to Walmart, and then the parking lot, you would notice something colorful. You go pick it up, and it's a rock that somebody has painted. And then you flip it over, and it says uh, like hashtag JC Rocks on yeah. it. You go look it up, and everybody's reporting that they found one. And you take a picture of it, and then you go hide it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. it's cool, man. Yeah, my kids, my kids are always finding them. My kid, my kids loved them when they were doing it. Mm-hmm. I haven't been out too much since COVID. I used to do a lot of urban yeah. exploring. That used to be my favorite thing to do before COVID was just. Walk around. Well, see, I didn't know Jeff City all that well, so I'd go somewhere, park the car, walk up and down a few blocks, which is in Jeff City is just High Street. Yeah, it's a lot more fun when you're in Columbia. You you discover a lot more in Columbia. There's more to discover though in Columbia. That was one of my favorite things as a kid. Was just like I would take the city bus and go downtown and just walk around. I we'd go like fucking explore abandoned buildings. Well, that's just it for a capital city. Jeff City's only got what forty thousand people here. It's it's like it's got that small town feel. With all the good shit of being in the city. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else, man. The uh, When you guys... Uh, oh, fuck, I lost it. When you guys... That's okay, buddy. <laughs> oh, welcome to, welcome, welcome to our to show. The... <laughs> yeah. Now we're on the old 77 all of a sudden. <laughs> <I think officially. laughs> Dude, so I... Change was... over. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was something I was going to say, but I lost it. It's okay, buddy. What about... You're a member in five. What yeah. about you? What do you... What about you me? You got a favorite band, Scotty? A favorite band? Oh, shit. For a while, it was Pearl Jam. Uh, I am I was stuck in the 90s for a long, long time. Like, I'm, I'm talking 90s, 90s grunge, you know? Yeah, was, Pearl Jam. How is my music Alice older James. than yours? I don't know. <laughs> I, wondered that, I wondered that myself. But yeah. this is what's really going to floor you, because I don't listen to that anymore. I listen to newer stuff now. I listen like, a little bit. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Ariana Grande at work for some reason. Weird. I don't know. She's slutty, and I like her. Yeah. She's pretty hot. <laughs> you know, she's pretty hot. I'm not gonna, I, the music isn't horrible, but it's not the best. Dude, you know um, who's really hot? Rihanna. 
See, I don't, I don't find her hot. Oh, my God, those eyes. Man, she doesn't have sexy eyes. It's the eyes, man. If they Rihanna are. came out five years later, we would never know who Rihanna was. I Maybe. don't know. You know what? But good, I'm glad Because then I might out. have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, telling, so you're <laughs> telling me there's a chance. Dude, if there was any, dude, wake up every day with those big old eyes. You know the eyes. She's got beautiful <laughs> eyes. You're both a married man. Justin's yeah. doing everything he can to stand under that umbrella. Damn straight. <laughs> Brother, Allah, 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 and I Allah. love her music. Hey, hey, hey. We just got dinged. Uh, yeah, we nah, did. We damn it. it. I didn't even play the guitar on this one either. Well, damn, that'd be uh, awesome. I'm going to tell you, by the time this episode comes out, that's going to be the least of their worries. <laughs> <laughs> Still to come on the show, we're going to be reviewing Coma by Guns N' Roses from Use Your Illusion 1. Is that really what you guys are going to review on this episode? Yep. yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You want to know what one of my uh, favorite kind of like weird Guns N' Roses track tracks is? And I think it's... Corn Shucker. I think it's on Use Your Illusion 2. <laughs> I think it's on Use Your Illusion 2, but correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Real World. My World. My World. Oh, my World? My World. Oh, yeah, sorry. No. My World. We're oh. dreading having to listen to <laughs> I love the reaction oh, God. there. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. the worst Guns N' Roses song ever, and I'm including... It's not even a song. It's just a, a blurb of it's actual not, he's, truths. It's almost like rapping almost. step into my world. Yeah. It's uh, almost like rapping in a way, kind of. Uh, we play video games. It's like modern 2022 type rapping where... It's like... It is, it's uh, as much as I hate Limp Biscuit. It's it's Guns N' Roses doing wrong everything that Limp Biscuit done right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no, I, I agree track. with that. Yeah, you know that's one band that can't just grab that fire back either. Man, they're trying. They're I know. Trying. Poor Fred Durst with his Jeff Jarrett fucking. He looks yeah. like my fucking. He looks like my crazy uncle I was talking about earlier with Dick and the Mashed Potatoes. Man, he looks like the pastor at my church, bro. <laughs> Can you pull up a song, Scotty? Can, I? Can we play a little a little track? I want to play a little ditty for you guys that I'm sure you guys haven't heard. What are we going to play? What are we playing? We're going to play Corn Shucker. It's one of my favorite Guns N' Roses. Ooh. This one get 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 you kicked out of kicked off. Ah, we've played it before. They okay. played it. All right, fine. All yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Scotty? If it does, if they if they if they if they kid it, we'll edit it out. Oh, right, here we go. Okay. You gonna sing along, Chris? She is very right. Oh, no. Oh, oh wait, we got the false start. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. My heart is full of love for you. <laughs> I we know it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> All right, now. She's a gone trucker, real butt fucker. Get a white dick, a butt fucker. Gone trucker, real butt fucker. Gonna stick my tongue right up her ass. Gone Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, when Axel comes in toward the end of the song, because. It's fine for now. We're, we're, you've heard the song. I can play that song, bro. I'll pick up the guitar Because it's just right three now. minutes of Corn Shucker, a real butt fucker. Okay, that's out. what I was thinking. I'm like, boy, this is starting to sound repetitive. Oh, oh yeah. It just, Where's that from? Is it like off of some bootleg or some shit? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. It's from the Lies sessions, the GNR Lies sessions. Somewhere around there. It's like an old demo from like the, the late 80s. Wasn't I think it, it so, was played a couple times live, but very is rare it one, and very Is it one short. of those things that came yeah. out like, you know, like... 
It was an inside La- joke. Later in their yeah, career. Yeah, it had to have been an It was an joke. inside joke for diehard GNR fans. But, like, when did that song yeah. surface? Has it been around it, since the it, GNR Lies days? Yes, but it, yeah, really, it okay. really took off in predominance when the internet and YouTube mm. came along. And people were uploading it a lot more. But it's it, it's one of those if-you-know-you-know you know kind of jokes that they would do. Gotcha. And I know Duff, when Duff, uh, what Chris was referring to, Duff played it live at his shows when he was not in Guns N' Roses at the time and he was doing his solo gigs. He would play, he would play a little bit of it and he would be like, and he would do it like, like you're telling a buddy an inside joke. Yeah. And, uh, he would, uh, uh, give me a dime. I got a come. And he would start playing the riff. <laughs> and like the people that knew knew and then the people that didn't you know what is he doing my grandmother was shocked <laughs> oh yeah nana came to the gnr concert <laughs> well there's your first oh yeah go grab your guitar okay I, I knew it's where he was i was like dave's going let's, for uh, it let's get the guitar out dave's going for it let's uh i believe this... that one should be all in tune there brother give it a quick my heart is full of... Here, come on in. Sit down. <laughs> Are you playing Corn cool. Shucker? Did he just pick that up? Yeah, he just picked that up. <laughs> he just Holy literally shit. picked it up and started Boy. playing Corn Shucker. That's why I'm getting I'm like, hell yeah, he did. Yeah, do that on the mic so they can hear it. There it's you like go. slightly out of tune, but yeah. <laughs> I love you just... You heard the song once. I yep. love it. Must... Welcome to Dave Jordan, my friend. You gonna sing it for us? Who got fucking double? Get the letters out, man. This is a moment. All right. I'm here all night, folks. Uh, uh, tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. So Try the veal. Try the veal. Yeah, it's the old EGA, bro. It's the old EGA. Well, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned to the Guns and Radio podcast because coming up after this, Chris, coma, want to have a little coma yeah. action? Let's uh, we'll hit it into the review right after this. Hell yeah! Well, <laughs> all right, we're back. We're back. We're back. I had to get things in order. I st- we stormed off pretty pretty heavily. I threw yeah. my chair somewhere. Like, oh, God. That's okay. Like Russell Crowe in a hotel throwing his telephone everywhere. We had a good time, though, man. That was a fun show with those guys. That was a fun, fun little bit there. Um, Show up to, those, to, the, to the fellas there at Old 77 for letting us, you know, take over for a bit there. That's right. We had a good time. So now you've seen what the, if you're watching on Spotify. You've seen what the old 77 looks like. You've heard what it sounds like. Go subscribe, man. Dude, yeah. Hit them up. They're on Spotify. Subscribe. Give them a five-star rating. Um, also, check them out on YouTube as well, the old 77. So, And also online at old77, at theold77.com. Which I think uh, we're the first to announce that <laughs> they might not like that, but we did oh, it. There you go. And so there you go. That right website now, and everything's there. So hit that website. Hit that link. Um, hell show yeah! Some love, man. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. All right. Here's what you do. You go over. We're gonna block notifications from this website because this website yeah. looks. Dot <laughs> com. Boom. 
And then when you go there, someday, if your computer connection is fast, it'll load <laughs> and look, you got everything you need. You can get Clubhouse access, Spotify. Does this website look familiar? I think I've seen this before. Hang on. If I go over to this one, what happens? Yeah. Oh, looky there. Oh, shit. Cosmicradio.com. <laughs> we have everything uh, categorized by season. We do, as well as shows. By the way, for those of you listening, just so you know, um, uh, Band is still, Band and Getting Dizzy with It are the only side projects I'm continuing. The Dustin Bertram show is officially on hiatus, and so is SmackDown Load, because I am putting a lot of time and a lot of effort into uh, my new job on the old 77. So I'm very happy to be joining those guys and joining their cast as a full-time cast member. And uh, we're going to make some great things happen, man. I, and that's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. Be, oh, it could yeah. be some good stuff. Definitely. But you know what else is good? Guns and Roses, man. We've done so much, but we haven't even listened to a song yet. Yeah. It's about time we do. That it is. Uh let's uh let's bring up Coma. I'm gonna do it on YouTube. Yeah, I can do it here on my end if you want. I don't know. Oh, we got an ad. We gotta sit through this ad. And then I think so, I just play it straight here. Okay, if you want to do it that way, we can do that. I got some song facts we can uh, throw in there. Some whole behind All the right. scenes the making of coma. There's going to be some interesting shit here as soon as this Definitely. ad fuck away. All right, here we go. Let's listen to some coma. Oh shit, Taz is coming. <laughs> no, it's War Machine. <laughs> this motherfucker is 10 minutes and 13 seconds long. The longest song in GNR history, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. On the same album as November 8. <laughs> wow. It's a good riff. Am I hearing auto tune or is that just Axel layered a million times? It's probably Axel layered a million times because I don't know if it was auto tune even a thing in 91. I don't think auto tune was, I think, like later in the 90s when Cher used it. I don't know. So, who is singing besides Axel, or is that just Axel? I believe it's just Axel. Hang on. Ironically, since we are covering a User Illusion 1 song off the album, I do have the booklet and the CD with me here, so I can see the song credits here. Let's give it the old peekaroo. Yeah, so Coma, it's credits of Axel and Slash, because I remember in the interviews, Axel was like, yeah, this is Slash's baby, whatever, quote-unquote. Okay. Um, Drums, percussion, Matt Sorum, Duff on bass. Uh, lead and rhythm guitars slash Izzy's also on this track on rhythm guitars. Um, vocals just says Axel. So, okay. And then well, it's funny. Yeah, you have sound effects. And then I, I don't know if it's like a typo or not, 
but it says here it quotes bitches. <laughs> it literally says bitches, and it shows a bunch of names here. It's like what? <laughs> so, oh, credit as bitches on coma, Suzanne Filkins, Pat- Patricia Fuenzalida, Rose okay. Mann with two N's, uh, Monica Zirutsoto, Michelle Wazel, and Diane Mitchell. And Brando, you just got five new people to interview for Appetite for Distortion. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, hearing the bitches of coma. <laughs> it's literally what it's labeled as. I'm not making that up. I gotta ask a question. Why was this not a music video? No budget. <laughs> I mean, I I guess that makes sense. Cool. But, but it's like how can, I don't know how you can release a ten minute long song to like as a single for like radio or something. People you have to really condense the fuck out of that. Remember when they did a radio edit for Sweet Child of Mine? Axel got pissed about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to pause for a second. You want to read us some lyrics here for the first song length of when we would normally be done with a song on this show? If it were an Izzy song? Yeah, for an Izzy or Duff song, we'd have been done in two minutes. But since we're not, uh, I will read some lyrics from Coma. Hey, you caught me in a coma, and I don't think I want to ever come back to this world again. Kind of like it in a coma. Cause, Cause no one's ever gonna, oh, make me come back to this world again. Now I feel as if I'm floating away. I can't feel all the pressure, and I like it this way. But my body's calling. My body's calling. Won't you come back to this world again? Haha. Uh-huh. Well, good. It's very deep lyrics there. It says, yeah. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get into that more too. Uh, like the song facts stuff and Axel, I was explaining in interviews and stuff. I have some what the song is actually about? Yeah, right on. All right, let's hit play. God damn it! That sounds like me on here when the computer isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> And there was a story behind that, goddamn it. I think Slash was like get, demanding more takes, but Axel get it right or something. <laughs> I think I think Axel said that like randomly, I think like in a rant or a show or something. It's like trying to get this fucking line right. <laughs> He's trash. <laughs> oh, God, King! <laughs> I 
Wait, what's he saying right there? Oh, is it? Is it showing the lyrics? Let me check. Actually, hang on. Wait, when he's just talking. Um, I'm gonna hit play for a second. Wait. Does it even say? Wait, what was the next lyric he goes into? Uh, let's find out. Yeah, I think it says something like, uh, slipping farther and farther away, a miracle, how long we can stay in a world our minds created in a world that's full of shit. And then it's just, after that it says, help me, help me, help me, help me, bastard. So I don't know. I don't think it actually gives you what the... What do you say in here? I want to rewind. Possible jargon party. I heard something about a defibrillator. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It, it sounds like just hospital jargon, adding more to sort of like that uh, meaning and like sort of the ambience, the environment of the song. I guess. I, got you. I think it's like, cause, you know, it's about a coma. It's like, oh, dude's in a fucking hospital. So surely the song is over now and we're about to fade out or something. No, hell no. <laughs> nope, not this time, folks. Got to, got to slow it down a little bit. This will be for the radio. It's going to fade out. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't really do that. You want to read some more lyrics or talk about some song facts? Oh, let's get to the song facts, actually, since we're at it. Um, there's a few quotes here. So, base, um, so we'll talk about what Slash said about the song. He states he wrote the music to the song in a house he and Izzy Stradlin rented Hollywood Hills following the, the AFD tour. In a 2011 interview, he stated he wrote the song in a heroin, de- heroin delirium. Uh, it's a song I'm still proud of. There's not a lot of technique. It's a pretty straight-up kind of Slash approach. But the thing that's really interesting was the vamp out, which was the circular rotating chord progression that never ended. The same chord progression every time, which I think we already heard in the beginning. Yeah. But it just kept changing key. That was my mathematical musical discovery. I just stumbled on it, and it's very much me doing my thing, but it worked. Hmm. Well, it does feel like it's never going to end. Yeah. At least it does right now. We're not even halfway through this song yet. Yeah. And you know, the song was almost 12 minutes long at one point. Jesus. Yeah, because we'll get into it later as well. Axel, even in an interview with Kurt Loder, talked about the song. Okay. No 
one's gonna mess with my head no more. Can't understand what all the fight is for. But it's so nice here down off the shore. So what's he saying in this nice easy portion here? Yeah, no one's gonna bother me anymore. No one's gonna mess with my head no more. I can't understand what all the fighting's for. But it's so nice here down off the shore. I wish you could see this because there's nothing to see. It's peaceful here and it's fine with me. Not like the world where I used to live. I never really wanted to live. So it sounds like now, like, you're, we're telling, like, this sort of story from, like, beginning to end. Now it seems like he's in this com- comatose state, you know, kind of, like, seeing the light, it seems like. Yeah. So he's like, oh, it's very nice here, you know. Like, maybe he's just escaping from shit. He's like, whatever, I'm I'm ready to go. Hmm. I found a uh, Kurt Loiter cause axle from 1999. You want to hear this? From 99? Yeah. We'll save that for after. Or for a play now, whatever. <laughs> All right. Wait, who was that? That was not Axel. That was some really deep fucking. Oh, it could be Axel, man. He can go. His voice gets fucking deep. You ever heard like there was a time? Oh, uh, that's true. He's, it's probably very layered, but it's in his very deep voice like this. We're gonna we're gonna start talking like this on yeah. the show from now it was on. A long time. I would like to purchase a battery. Dwarf, a die-hard dog. battery. Truck, because I drive a truck now. Yeah. And that truck needs a battery. A battery fit for a man that drives a truck. <laughs> We're like halfway to Sam Elliott now. <laughs> you build for Tiff. Because when you drive a Ford pickup, you ain't going to want to drink them old sissy white claws. You're going to need a man's beer. And after you've had a few man beers and you get pulled over by the cops, you can spend the dirt in their face in your new Ford pickup truck and haul ass off road. Something their pansy ass cop cars can't do. I'm Ford. Elliot. <laughs> Built Ford tough. Damn. <laughs> I think we've discovered what made this motherfucker so long. If this is all outro from here on out, I'm going to be pissed. Nah, That's it right. picks up again. Better pick it the fuck up. It's not a song I'm very familiar with, I'll be honest. Yeah, it was like, during the whole User Illusion Tour, it's only played four times. They only played it four times? Between 91 and 93, and then it was more regular since they started doing the whole Not in This Lifetime thing. Huh. No fucking wonder, because, I mean, it'd be half the damn show. <laughs> We're finally halfway through this song, by the way. How about an ID test? Okay, you better protect the airway. There we go.
That's what's up. Oh. So do we uh do we got any facts or something we can read while Slash does his thing? Um, have, oh, we burned, have, have we burned out all of our resources at this point? No, no, I have a, the, still the thing to talk about. Axel. Oh. Um. I gotta probably pause it right now. Coming back. Oh, it's the bitches. Oh, that's the bitches. Because <laughs> uh, they're nagging. Sex, sex, sex is all you want. <laughs> all right, I'm paused. Yeah, so. We uh, found the bitches. Yeah, we found the bitches. There you go. Uh, an interview on August 31st, 1990 with Kurt Loder. Uh, Axe talks about coma. Uh, so there's a song called Coma that's like 11 minutes, 45 seconds long with no chorus. And I think there's only one verse that somehow repeats itself. It's Slash's baby. It's his monster. The song used to be called Girth, which is an interesting title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of like it with some big girth. <laughs> I got the biggest dog on earth. Yeah. Uh, but I started writing about when I OD'd four years ago. The reason I OD'd was because of stress. I couldn't take it, and I just grabbed the bottle of pills in an argument and just gulped them down and ended up in the hospital. Uh, oh, wow. Like, yeah, but I liked that I wasn't in the fight anymore. I was fully conscious that I was leaving. I liked that. But then I go, all of a sudden, my first real thoughts were that, okay, you haven't toured enough. The record's not going to last. It's going to be forgotten, this and that. You have work to do. Get out of this. And then I went, no. And I woke up, you know, and pulled myself out of it. But in the, in the describing of that, some people could take it wrong and think that means go put yourself in a coma, you know. And so it's really tricky. And I'm still playing with the words to figure out how to, like, show some hope in there. I hope feel that. Rose. You remember when I thought I was going to die and I was like, shit, I better make sure Caputo's got all of our login shit just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a while ago. That has been. Some season one problem. or Yeah. Something like that. Season one? No, it was season two because I was living at the uh, the house when I had my first sugar attack, my blood sugar situation. Uh, right. Oh well, let's get back into it. Hopefully, I won't go into a diabetic coma. This shit ain't not repeating, Axel. There are more lyrics than you gave credit for. Yeah, well, that was in 1990 before the song actually came out. Yeah, probably did. I wonder if there's a demo out there. We gotta find that. That'd be interesting. I'll work on it while we play the song.
All right, so I wasn't able to find a demo. I figured if there was going to be a demo online, it'd be on YouTube. So I'm not saying that there's not one out there floating around that I could really, I could probably find. But as of right now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do all of that because that would require me messaging people and be far too distracting from the podcast. You'll be sucking down the Clorox. What if that's what that was? Was like leftover fucking verses from Coma. That is it. Um, oh, no, what? there's some drums. Just a hit of drums, I guess. Sorry. Right. Thanks, Matt Sorum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking That's guy. Sorum going, yeah. Yeah. None take, guys. Woo. There's this fucking bangle cap over there. Yeah. I'm going to play <laughs> this real quick since we've been listening to this song for a minute. It's heavy in the industrial crunch department has cut a, a cut on the soundtrack of the new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, End of Day. About, oh, my God. <laughs> Figure out how oh, to make okay. a record. I wanted to make a, uh, originally wanted to make a traditional record or try to get, you know, back to an appetite thing or something because that would have been a lot easier for me to do as I was involved in a lot of uh, lawsuits for Guns N' Roses and in my own personal life. So I didn't have a lot of time to try to develop any a, a new style. Remember when Axel cut his hair? So I, I was hoping yeah. to write a traditional thing, but I was not really allowed to do that. What? prevented you from doing like a traditional rock record slash <laughs> what a guitar player somebody didn't come and come into you know my radar that would have would have really replaced slash in a proper way that's a shame huh. it seemed like such a tight unit all right that makes no sense yeah that really doesn't make sense i Wait, mean if, if that was his idea to do this traditional rock album from like 94 you couldn't have slash do it slash was pining for that shit he made a fucking album of traditional rock. It's a snake pit album. Yeah. That makes no sense. Material. I have re-recorded Appetite. And, there you go. Uh, re-recorded Appetite for Destruction? Yes, I have. The whole album? Yes. Well, It's something that we had to rehearse anyway. And learning the old gun songs and getting them up, you know, putting them on tape mm-hmm. really forced everybody to get them up to... Uh, the quality that they needed to be at, and once the energy was figured out, you know, by the new guys, how much energy was needed to get the songs right, then it really helped in the writing and recording process of the new record. Huh? So uh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. So that was that was ninety nine. He basically confirmed. Yeah, we recorded Appetite. Well, that makes sense. I knew it came from Axel, but I didn't realize it came from this particular interview. Yeah, Kurt Loder, man, had all the scoops. I know, man. Juicy scoops. I w- wish we could get Kurt on this show. That'd be great. I would love to. I don't know. I don't know if Brando ever got him or not. Maybe that'd be interesting. 
Yeah. All right. So you said you had something else you wanted to add into this. Uh, just a couple like quick facts. I know we talked about it was only performed four times between 91 and 93. There was a rare live version, though, which you could find on vinyl copies of Live Era. Oh, is it? Yeah. The rare live version was featured on Japanese and vinyl copies of Live Era. On, yeah. on, on April 8th, 2016, the song was performed for the first time in almost 23 years and it's become a set list regular during Nonless Lifetime and beyond. Oh, yeah, it does say at the tail end, Coma, special bonus track. Yeah, and Coma is ranked the 19th best Guns N' Roses song by Krang Magazine. Hmm. It's never been one of the top ones for me. Yeah, it, it's it's a cool, like, nifty, like, song. If you're, like, a hardcore junior person and you want to get a good story out of a song, like, for yeah. sure. But it's not one, like, you know, a casual would go out of their way to do. Like, it was, it was nice seeing them perform it a lot more frequently during Non This Lifetime. I was like, oh, it's something cool. They're not just playing the same shit. But yeah. I was like, ah. Or then it got kind of old. And then they brought it back. like, oh, really? This shit again? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's like a double-edged sword band with that. Well, we've listened to Coma. We've talked some Coma. Mm-hmm. We've got our Coma fix now. Yeah. Who is going to review this song first and give our their final thoughts? I, you know what? I think I should let you go first. Who's you want me to go this? first? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to go first then. Here we go. So, Coma, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. I'll start with the positives. I really like the, uh, the, the repeating riff that we were talked about already once before. And I thought that sounded cool. I really liked the, uh, I mean, it just kind of does kind of build and build and build lyrically, but it really doesn't tell me anything. Like I'd have to look up the lyrics to be able to understand what the fuck is going on and have to listen to it a bunch of times. And like the casual, as we, as Chris said earlier, the casual fan is not going to do that much work. To, to the normal fan, this is just a long-ass song. Now it's really cool because it's a Guns N' Roses song that while I have access to, obviously, I haven't listened to it all that much. So it is not that fresh to me, but still kind of fresh to me. And so that aspect of it's really cool. Um, But my initial reaction just going on, like sitting down, forcing myself to, I I usually change it to a different song when Coma comes on. I ain't going to lie. It's not one of my favorites, or it never has been anyway, but I've never sat down and just listened to it like I did just now. And even then, come on, wasn't really, we were doing a podcast. We had a little fun with it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not even going to go down the middle because there are mid tier GNR songs that I do like a lot better than this. I'm going to give this a two. Okay. All right, Christopher, you're oops. Yeah. Oh, there he is. We're on the screen. There we go. Sorry. Um, I thought I kicked you out. Yeah. The, the longest GNR song in all of history so far, unless they want to, you know, release a 20 minute version of I on you, where it's just, <laughs> but then again, they already sampled that in hard school. So I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Uh, that is true. They did sample. We, we may get the 30 minute version of Atlas Shrugged. Who knows? We'll see. Get the 30 minute version of uh, Absurd. <laughs> absurd, absurd, absurd. <laughs> it's just that on the phone. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> but like, I haven't listened to this song in like fucking forever. 
and it is a really good song like i i do enjoy it it's not one you would like seek out often unless you're just like unless i'm like just in a mood to listen like anything gnr i'll be like whatever i'll go on spotify like guns roses press shuffle and we'll just listen to whatever the fuck i want and it, it was nice they brought it back too for like 2016 you know, the whole non's lifetime tour it's like oh it's cool you know now that like you know we got three-fifths of the guys who wrote the fucking song are in the band. You might as well. Um, it, it does tell, like, I like this, the, the, the way it weaves this, like, storytelling thing. Uh, like, even through the beginning, like, it starts off heavy with the riff. The I love the riff. And it interspices the, like, you know, with the, the whole via the sound effects and all that stuff in there, too. Really adds more to the uh, experience of, like, you know, this... This is essentially like someone telling their story of going through a coma in some way, like whatever, I guess, whatever they remember of it or from it, you know, um, and it's good to see. It's like, it's very, like, it's a very personal song towards like, you know, guys in the band as well. So it's almost like a real life retelling, like a true story kind of thing, which is always makes for good music when it's, you know, it's true and it comes from, you know, the heart or like a previous life experience in some way. Um, you know, I love the mid, the middle part where he's in like that sort of coma, dreamlike state, you know, he's seeing the light and all this shit. I think my only real like fault with the song, I'm just not, after that Slash solo, I'm kind of not crazy about the last couple minutes of it. Just Axel's just singing lyrics about stuff and I'm just like, okay. I'm like, just give me like a quick like little thing and then end it. Like it, it, I feel like coma, it could have been shaved at least a good minute or so. That's my only thing with the song, but in, in saying that, it is a really good song, and I can see why a lot of people, like a lot of like hardcore fans in the GNR community, hold the song in such high high praise, high herald. They're like, oh, fucking you know, and why in a lot of lists it's it's in like the top twenty, top twenty five, and rightfully so. It is it is a really good song, and it is almost like a, a great piece of art to end um, the first half of User Illusion in a way. To um, my rating, it's it's tough. But I, I feel like I've I've sung the praises so much of it. I'm gonna go ahead and just say four out of five. It's almost perfect for me. It just needs to be shaved off a little bit at the end, in my okay. opinion. And people are gonna fucking attack me on Twitter. You're crazy. I said no. Cause I don't know what the fuck Axel's saying. The last two minutes, just rambling on about shit. I'm not crazy. You could you just in, you could just like segue like my world into there or something. It's like <laughs> now he's really in a fucking coma again. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, there you go. They're really going to love my rating considering I gave it a two. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm always a little more generous sometimes, unless it's like a really shitty tough song. Then I'll go, then I'll go hard. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another song, you know, I'm going to give a really shitty fucking rating to. So that's coming up to be continued in the future. So, uh, also I want to, uh, uh, say before we, uh, start winding things down, uh, did we not recently do a Twitter poll? Yes, I believe last week. I don't know if we announced it last week, but we're going to reannounce it again. Season four is going to have a two-part premiere. Damn So straight. part one, we're going to be doing our usual uh, song and dance. We're going to be reviewing a song. But in the second part of the season four premiere, we're going to be doing a concert watch along because you guys got us to over now – quite well over 300 followers on instagram i keep checking every day you get one or two no ones every day i think we're like 310 now it's, it's just crazy so you uh, thank you guys awesome. for the support and all that and i believe by the time this airs the poll will have ended so we will be doing a concert watch along 
celebrating the 20th anniversary of the infamous O2 Chinese Democracy Tour, we're going to be watching the concert from Leeds, England. All right. Leeds Fest, which is Leeds famous Fest. for a, a few quotes. Yeah, well, we are going to be uh, we're going to be checking that out yeah. uh, next week on Guns and Radio as part of our two part season premiere. And we may but, have a special guest for that watch along too, so we'll have to wait and see. Ooh, I don't even yeah. know this. So I think I told you about this. Oh yeah, you did, and I, then I fucked up and forgot. Okay, yeah. we'll yeah, have to did. invite him or her or them on there. You know? Them, them. Listen, pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you a choice, Chris. We're going to play Let's Make a Deal. All right. I can spin the wheel right now. And any song whatsoever for the first episode of season two could come up. It could be, I don't know, fucking something from Appetite. Ooh. It could be Chinese Democracy. Chinese Democracy is still floating around out there. We still got a little under half that album. Maybe some Chinese leftovers. It could be November Rain. Oh, shit. And then again, it could be a Duff song or an Izzy song. Actually, Izzy wouldn't be too bad. Duff, I wouldn't like. Adler, well, that depends. So I'm going to give you a choice. I will let you, Chris Caputo, choose right now on the air. We haven't talked about this. All right. We haven't discussed this or anything. I will let you choose the song right now, or you can take behind what's behind door number two, and I can spin the wheel. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. And I'm gonna I don't have a, you, I don't have a song you, in mind right now. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to make your decision. I don't, I don't have a song in mind. Like, do we want to hmm. spin the wheel? I want to risk it all. Let's go. All right. Time's up anyway. You're saying spin the wheel? All right. Here we go. Let's find out what it's going to be on the special premiere of season two of Guns and Radio. Oh, season four. Why did I say season two? Because it's going... confused your delusion, too. Yeah. And my delusion got confused. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> so here we go for the special season four premiere. Let's spin it. Misery. Misery. My loaded. My loaded. Oh, well, okay. Oh, uh, well, loaded next week. Yeah. But we also got the uh, the concert mm-hmm. we're going to watch. We're going to yeah. watch Leeds. We have a two-parter, and, man. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. When it comes to Leeds, I really, um, just off the top of my head, can't think of anything that's up with that. Did I lose you? Oh, no, you're there. Okay. I thought you muted yourself for a second. <laughs> Bray would end season three, doesn't it? Ah, uh, with some technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. But Leeds was like one of the first, because they, um, GNR did some shows earlier in the year in 02. So this is like basically before the infamous North American tour. Ah. This was one that was actually on YouTube somehow. So we uh, ended up ripping rip the thing and now we can watch it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And that's well, probably it's an interesting set list too. I, I mean, the whole O2 set lists are very samey-ish. Yeah. Save for the odd time they played Riyadh and the Bedouins. <laughs> oh, I hope we get Riyadh and the Bedouins. I don't know if it's at this show. I gotta see. We'll find out next week. 
Yeah, definitely. Next week, two-part premiere of Season 4. That's right. And be sure to come back on Saturday for another episode of Getting Dizzy With It. I don't even know what we're going to premiere. We've been here a long time. Yeah, it's uh, Hookers and Blow covering the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight for your right to party. Nice. And that will be coming up this Saturday. Then, of course, on Monday, we're gonna have Misery by Loaded. And But for now, we're gonna have to bid you adieu for the last time of Season 3. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Thank you guys for three amazing years of this podcast. To each and every person who even listens to us for even a second, five seconds, five minutes. I don't care. We love each and every one of you guys who follow us, support us. Uh, shout out to everyone in the Discord as well. Um, shout, out, shout out to Franz. Shout out to Jeff. So many fucking people I have to shout out here. Don't forget um, Bailey. Bailey. Rick Dunsford. Um... So, so many people out on the show. Brando, Miss one Metal, of our, Brando. Miss Metal, or one of our loyal supporters, Dan, Third Man Dan. We still love you, brother. Come back on the show. I hope you're not too busy soon. It's been um, almost a year. It's been a while. Shout out to Matt Manzella. Hope the Merry Life's doing you well. I heard he's got some uh, royalty money. He's coming back in now for his song. So there you go. Put that towards your album. <laughs> maybe we'll get, yeah, I was about to say, maybe we'll get a fucking album out of him one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Iron show to Iron. Um, oh yeah, you're gonna you'll hear some of his work very him. soon. He's gonna be our new theme song. We premiere a new theme song next week. Hell yeah! I mean, so many more people to shout out, but seriously, guys, thank you, thank you, so fucking much. And we're on some next level shit for season four. So until then, guys, we're gonna see you this Saturday for getting dizzy with it. But next Monday, we have a two-parter season four premiere. Stay safe. Peace out, guys. And we're going to see you next week, Season 4, Confuse Your Delusion 2, The New Era Begins for Guns and Radio. Peace! Go back to church.